0: We are back, and we have just finished running Descent into Avernus the module. Uh this is gonna be kind of informal in between session zero for as we transition from finishing the module and going into I guess sort of a light sandbox somewhat goals going forward. Um I want to talk about like what we did and what we're going to be doing going forward. Um, so yeah, I guess sort of the first thing I want to say is like we we did three years of Descent to Univirnus. Uh, I assume I hope everyone had fun running for
1: <laughs> It was terrible and I showed up every week anyway.
2: <laughs> mm. It's self-harm.
3: It, honestly, coming through, being with you guys, harmful. <laughs>
2: So, I I
0: kind of wanna I want to get into sort of what you guys liked and or didn't like. What, what were high points for you? What were stressful tense moments? What were good stressful tense moments? What were bad stressful tense moments? Stuff like that. That's a lot of so, questions. Let's ber- Yeah, let's I don't know let's sort of just dig into that. But like, I don't know what what's everyone's like favorite memorable moment for either themselves or something they saw. Getting engaged,
3: uh, having a serenade.
4: I was uh... gonna say, <laughs> outside, like outside of the actual game, like my favorite thing was the completely unexpected development of the romance between Ego and Vinky. That was a, a, a lot, and it continues it to be started as a, it a joke lot of fun to play. Off of. <laughs> I think you made some offhand comment.
3: Yeah, and, and then I was like, Ego was like, I fucking, yeah. I got asked directly too, and I doubled down, and that was mm-hmm.
4: that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, I remember we were- it was completely, uh, we weren't even playing. I think it was after session, we were just goofing, and yep. and Finky or Amara, was like, I want to be your bride, Lee, or something like
3: that! <laughs> I forgot about that, because I love the way that you played Ego, and I thought it would be so funny. He's like the protag- or not the protagonist, he's like the lead male in every, like, romance isekai. It's fucking funny as fuck. I love him.
4: <laughs> <laughs> as far as like the actual game goes, my favorite, not my favorite event, but my favorite thing about the way you you've run the game, John, is the the balance that you allow between the roleplay and like the actual module and the combat and the stuff mm-hmm. that it mm-hmm. has to go through. Like you you're you're very free in letting us play in your sandbox. And I'm appreciative of that. Well, I'm, I'm glad that it felt like you guys had that like it
0: felt more like a sandbox because like there was like a lot of structure and we basically followed the structure as it was lined out and then I sprinkled in some extra things for you guys to do in between right um so like you know running the game it always is just like I hope it's not like I'm just telling you guys where to go and you just go there sort of next because like you know I I imagine there's groups that were, that could have been a lot more direct, and they kind of just... Th- this, like, the, the the written text has a very, like, straight line. And, like, one of the things about it is, like, early on, when you get to Mad Maggie, basically, there's sort of two routes you can take. They call it the Path of the Devil and the Path of the Demon. And they give you, they basically give you two lines you can follow that come back to the point where you find the bleeding citadel and i chose one of the paths without sort of letting you guys know because i felt like it just was going to fit better like that was the path that mordenkainen was on and stuff and i i wanted an opportunity to like say hi to mordenkainen and i think it was the path of the demon you guys went on to right so and i think it worked well for the group right so like i'm i'm glad that it didn't feel like It was, that it felt like more like a sandbox.
4: So. Absolutely.
3: That's my favorite part of it too, frankly, is that there was balance. There was enough guidance that it didn't get stale. Mm -hmm. But we had to solve enough of our own problems that it didn't get stale. Like, I didn't feel like I was being shepherded. Especially when we were on the journey trying to figure out where we were going. It was just challenging enough. And it made it really good
4: for character development, in my opinion. Yeah, and it it astounds me the way these characters developed. Like, they really became distinctive.
0: Yeah, because, like, I feel like so many people came at it on, like, different levels and, like, with a different amount of force behind them at times, right? Like, because, like, Lee, you coming out of the gates, you had the strongest force of personality with a character Right, like you had yeah. ego came out very well defined right out from the start, right? And like a lot, like everyone else sort of was like, you know, sort of like took inspiration, to kind of learn from you, I guess, in a lot of ways, sort of like role playing and goofing around, right? And like everyone sort of like learned to role play in their own way and in ways that work for them, right? And I'm like really happy with how that worked out too, right? And there was just like so many little things that just came out of playing, right? Like I, I, I love like how Finn came out as a character just through like a lot of little things because like I, Finn is probably like the character who had the least amount of guidance from like, I guess from a backstory sense, right? And I feel like a lot just came out very organically for just sort of like circumstance and resolution of conflicts and just very cool to sort of Little see the range of like different takes right and you know and and like uh with rea right like that was like a character that wasn't even your own Hal, right and oh hey who were hey, sure? hey, 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 hey. I, I made You're it <laughs> <laughs> we too late
1: oh, yeah as yeah. his own
0: mm-hmm. um <laughs> But yeah, um, just to sort of fill you in, I just sort of wanted to start off by talking about like what was their own favorite moments, either for their character or for
5: everyone else. So I would uh, say, like, I would say Crickendall. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, oh about I
5: thought it I did, that was one of my favorite, but I, I thought it was cool how he was like this apathetic, like pacifist. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> What was, was like chick- what was the Epistle yeah, chicken's yeah. name? Oh right. yeah, he had a chicken too.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I can look that up real quick. But like, also, if there's like anything about the module you want to ask me, now's the time to ask me because like there are some things that I won't tell you because they might lead into it. But like with Crookedult, the thing with Crookedult, and I think he said this to you, right? But like he got hit in the head really hard and it messed up his thing and it actually changed his alignment from lawful evil to (laughs) that's hilarious good so he was just a good devil it was it wasn't like an act and it's like funny because if you guys like cast a restoration on him you would have fixed that so he would have just become a lawful evil devil again. That would have been funny. I'm I'm glad we didn't do that. (laughs) You
6: should have that. (laughs) It would have been hilarious. I've been like wait why
5: so he was he was actually baked in he wasn't someone you just created yeah no he their... was part of this he earwax was the was right. mm. earwax mm-hmm. yeah. good old earwax he was very fond of earwax he does, does he like him. could we have done anything else with him other than what we did or was there anything like I in terms of using him in another way or is he just like we tried to we sell were. him to slave traders. You stole
4: him. <laughs> We could have done that. You <laughs> basically kidnapped
0: him. I don't know what you wanted out of him, really, in that sense. And, like, the thing is, like, yeah, like, you guys were talking about selling him into slavery, and he heard about that. And I think you guys left him back at the car one time when you guys went out, and he just <laughs> took that chance to run. Like, you
4: guys legitimately scared him. <laughs> Do you know where he is? Do you have an idea of where he went?
6: I mean, hey, yeah, I mean, he can't say
0: that. We yeah. might run into him. I don't know. You d- you d- you won't know until <laughs> <Okay, you laughs> it comes up again, I suppose. We gotta find. Ask me again at the end of the campaign. Okay.
6: Yeah. So, our our real mission is to go find Crickendoll. That's that's her. <laughs> so that's it. mean cast <laughs>
5: restoration. Yeah. yeah. yeah Show <laughs> up.
1: The what? evil devil
5: it's gonna show up at, at at the low lantern in Baldur's gate yep yep you already know <laughs> i wish <laughs> we should go back there
4: mm-hmm. we should uh speaking should we
3: should make hey, your apartment man. our headquarters i think
1: one of my favorite moments was when we tried to throw amrica a birthday party and it failed spectacularly <laughs> Yeah. Sure. forgot about weird. that ache. Ache. Hey,
4: mm-hmm. um, that was it's A great time. So though.
3: fun. Oh my god, we had like a whole thing about getting the cake.
1: Yeah, and we were trying to like have the whole bar sing happy birthday, and Finn was doing like a little ditty and everything. I think Zabalba was trying to dance.
0: And then Ailin <laughs> were just getting murked underneath. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right. while we were just
6: having a party. That's when Ailin died. It was great. <laughs>
0: Yep. Yeah, and I so wondered,
6: good. and if you think about it, it was all our fault. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's so fun. We love that. We love we that. We love that. Yeah, we love that. Um <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh favorite... being a therapist was the most random thing that became just that. like that such a weird, like mm. consistently awkward thing <laughs>
4: it came out in the bathhouse right
1: it did yeah, yeah i was oh, there's two okay. women and i tried to be their couple's counselor to try and get information out of them
5: i was wondering how that started because i wasn't there at that point so
1: that
0: was, right. I was nearly wow. the session before yeah. you started playing too yeah. i think
5: mm-hmm. yeah because it, it kind of became this kind of inside joke that uh Ray had no idea how it started <laughs> or, or what it was
1: about so it says, or DeVry like University, or
2: something. Like that. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> it was University of Phoenix.
2: Yes. Mm. Yeah. Because you know Phoenixes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Makes Probably. sense. Yeah. University of
2: Zabalba.
4: <laughs> I enjoyed um, how integral Stead became in such a short amount of time. Yeah.
7: It it was a little bit stifling to start that character in hell, and I definitely let that through all the time in the role because oh, yeah. I was like, "What do we do here? There's no there's no tavern. There isn't no stopping. There is only marching forward. Really, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. So that
7: was a little bit tough. But otherwise, I, I look forward to more.
3: I absolutely clung to our shopping episodes for that reason. And
6: mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the I wandering emporium was really fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Was a fun time. It goes complete distrust. Of the one guy, Mahadi. Us, us all just eating and not worrying.
3: I just want to say, also, he didn't trust the um, stylist who I love. Oh, that
2: was awesome. Tell them that she's a. No, by accident.
3: Oh shit! (laughs) That sounds like
0: me. Where was okay? So that the barber, her name was um, Bernie, I think, and she Mm -hmm.
2: was yeah.
0: Yeah, she was secretly um, a bronze dragon working for Bahamut. And she was spying on, well, she was basically being spy in format on Tiamat and specifically uh, Arkan the Cruel, who is a uh, paladin serving Tiamat, right? Because, again, this this book has a little bit of a easter egg, I guess. Arkan has Vecna's hand because he stole it in his stint in Critical Role. When he was played by um uh the guy who Joe created Maginola. Joe yeah, Maginola. So he's got like this whole thing where he's got this plot where he's trying to use the hand of Vecna to bring Tiamat into uh the world and stuff. And like if you had gone on the path of the devils, you would have like lined up more with that. But like you you were on the path of the demons, so that was like very much just in the background to what we were doing. Um but yeah, like she also had this thing where she, bas- she had like this powerful spell around her that basically would stop any from anyone from remembering that she was actually a dragon. So both Stead and uh, Vinky had talked to her, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm actually a dragon. I've served Bahamut," and you know they got a little bit chummy for a bit, and she's like, "You won't remember this because of that, right? But you'll remember that you liked me, right?" And then I remember we came back, and then you were like. And I'm like, her name's Bernie. And you were like, oh, yeah, Bernie, because she's a dragon. And I was just like, Amara. (laughs) And I don't
3: think anyone really registered
0: that, right? But.
3: (laughs) Oh, man. I love you guys. Thank you.
4: Thank you for making it
3: easy for me to come back after having to take that break and everything. Like, it felt Mm -hmm. natural to just come back to you guys. And I had worried a lot about that, actually.
0: I'm so glad, though, you came back. Like, I'm so glad that we all, like, are here after three years, right? And that we finished this. I don't know, like, (laughs) definitely, like, one of the best highs I've had (laughs) is doing this. Mm
4: Mm-hmm. Big time.
1: Yeah, the uh, this is, um, not exactly... I'll just, I won't preface it, I'll just say it. Some of my favorite moments (laughs) are actually happen after the session when hal and i and sometimes ryan would just like debrief in the living room and talk about the session um and that was always really fun for me for some reason like and then we were just we just spill it. and then we, we would just talk for like an hour about like random D stuff oh, and like different spell <laughs> combinations and builds and how we could solve problems we ran into that session and then we'd never do it like we had this like <laughs> Crazy plan where we were going to use reduce, enlarge, and like three other spells to try and get our vehicle across the All river right. sticks.
6: Yeah, we Spencer's talked about this floating disc
1: <laughs> at length for like two hours on a Sunday one time. Like, and we were like, "We've got this plan. We're gonna do it." And then, no. and then
6: we forgot this one variable, right? That you know what? It's not gonna work, right? Oh, th-
1: I forgot. We forgot a var-
6: variable. <laughs> yeah yeah, right there's there's this 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 problem right but it was
1: always really fun to just kind of debrief after or every time i saw dad or we would be talking about other stuff and then if we were on a five
7: minute break running to the kitchen to get snacks and shit we would just be like yeah how's that going for you oh it's going great yeah it's awesome that's Mm -hmm. so
3: fucking cute i uh debrief in a similar way but i just tell josh about all of it So he he has followed this campaign the entire time because I haven't given him a choice and he's had a really good time with it actually. So,
0: well, he's even watched a few sessions mm-hmm. live, right? So mm-hmm. that's cool.
1: Yeah,
3: I love he's when we like, get little comments. He loves you guys from a distance because he is a Josh and that's how he does things. But he is so grateful <laughs> to you guys too because you brought a lot of lights to my life.
2: Aww. Aww. <laughs>
7: We're very fortunate of doing this online where we can actually Mm -hmm. have a lot of easy access. Yeah, exactly.
3: It's easier to line up if it's from the comfort of your living room. Like, I couldn't do this if I didn't. If I play it on a Monday night, no. Everybody would have to be at my house. I would, no, it wouldn't work, because I have Mm Eevee.
2: Yeah, The
1: time difference actually works in our favor for a couple of us, for sure. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, it's a big help because it's an hour after Evie's bedtime. Right.
1: It's uh, unwind time, and then you
5: can actually play.
3: <clears throat> get ready time. Usually, I guess
5: yeah. for for me also in that same vein, um, it's really cool to have gotten back into D and D after having not played it since I was pretty much a teenager, um, and um, to get back into that as a dad with my kids, it's been really cool. As well as to, um, like, really torture them with dad jokes about d d like, <laughs> if we're on a hike park. or something, oh, and, no. we, you know, we fall down and we catch ourselves, oh, you made a good dex save on that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that does happen Constance. quite often. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I was like, oh,
6: man,
1: you must have rolled a 19 on that. Wow. Yeah. Get <laughs> on. Oh, your concentration check. Oh, you passed i think so just a little background information we were there this last time my cousin came and she caught covid and it's a very serious moment right like we're dealing with the fact that we're all sharing a house with someone that has covid and dad's like man she must have really fucked up her con save." and i was like of course, course. <laughs> it's just like all right yeah that works that's funny in this moment i mean i had just had it so i wasn't worried Worried about me, but I was worried
2: about mm-hmm. everyone else.
1: <laughs> so, but
2: <it> was just, <laughs> thankfully, we, we, we didn't have, get it. Thankfully, yeah.
1: <sighs> so lots of good stuff. I, Another moment more recent that I really enjoyed um, was in the when Yale put us back in the dream when Zariel is good and Ego dies in this but I just thought it was a really good, well-balanced battle where the stakes were really high and like the stress levels were just immaculate. A lot of um, bites at
6: the end were pretty high.
1: I was so... Yeah. I was I think if you go back to that episode, like I am like this. Yeah, like,
0: you, a lot happening. of you guys were very tense, right? Like we yeah. had just you turned off your camera, right? But like, you know, like I remember when it happened, like you you got like very like you were very wound up from that. And then it comes to Mara's turn and she's like, Oh, I wanna cast healing to bring Ego back up. I'm like, Ego's dead. And she's like, What do you mean? I'm like, he's dead, dead. Like He got hit three times. The first hit killed him. The second hit took two death saving throws. The third hit smashed his head open. Ego's head is open on the ground, and then you're just like, "Oh!" And it's just this like very like pronounced trip for you over the next minute, right? Like.
2: I'm
3: like I still think about that and get choked up occasionally because I'm just like that was so hard I never expected to be like literally you brought that up that was the point I was going to make when I came back from making tea I came back in here specifically to be a part of this conversation because that was probably one of the best role playing moments I've ever had it was also extremely painful but like in a really good way it, it's like when you lose a character that you've fallen in love with in a book Right. Mm. That was that same kind of like pain. Yeah. Okay. I guess back to making
0: tea. Follow up to sort of that Mm -hmm. moment. You guys had a real fight with Yenagu at the end of the campaign, right? And it was a tougher fight than that. What was
5: that like as a follow up? I mean that was tense, but I I missed the first one, so I can't speak to it. Um just from um talking to to Haley and um, afterwards um, I feel like the first one was more tense when when ego died because mm-hmm. yeah, to me know, the second one the second one was very tense from from my standpoint because we were all on death's door and we were barely holding on there and I was I was rolling terribly that night too so but I yeah, feel like if remember, I had rolled better a lot of rolls. yeah I feel like if I had rolled better it would have been easier we would have, we would have had a much easier time of it. Mm. Yeah, she tanked. Rhea tanked a lot of her rolls. <laughs> I,
0: I think I had a lot of bad roll. I had a lot of like low rolls That's too on my good. end, right? Because right. like I had a lot of misses with like, mm-hmm. with like a plus sixteen to hit, I think, or something, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> so. you had, like a ridiculous plus, which was crazy.
6: <laughs> you you automatically hit some of us unless you were Yeah, one.
0: <laughs> well, there was like a few times where like, you're like um. Your reaction to give disadvantage actually saved like uh Vinky a few times from
4: getting hit, right?
2: That definitely uh, helped.
4: Because he was wailing on Vinky that time, wasn't he? Yeah.
2: yeah I, I kind of like, Everyone like, get up it, was,
3: it was different that time because I was like, well, it would make sense if this is where we died. Mm-hmm. Like, this is when a TPK might happen.
6: This is at the end. Yeah. But also,
3: like, I didn't oh have God. the same wave of emotions to process in that mm-hmm. either. And I think that added to the the tension. At least for me, like, I wasn't actively grieving, so it made it easier to play.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um,
3: yeah. Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, it's interesting because we got those charms of vitality or restoration.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And everybody was like, I will give everything for this. Uh, and they got vitality, and Zabalba got charm of restoration, which is the only reason why. Because she said, I won't give everything. Like, this isn't as important to me as it is to you guys. I guess I'm trying, I'm paraphrasing well, like, a lot. What, but
0: um, what she basically said is, Would you risk everything to try to save everything? Yeah. That was the question, right? And uh-huh. everybody but you said, Yes, I would risk everything to try to save everything, and that was supposed to be like. It, it's not foreshadowing because you know how her story went, but like for her, it's foreshadowing that decision that's coming up to her, where she basically pushes herself to the breaking point to try to stop the blood war, right? and, arch, and she fails absolutely, and then falls as an arch, uh falls as an angel, and becomes the archduke of Rivernus. Right? right, that's sort of what that's alluding to, right? And that was sort of like, because that was a memory that was like being filtered through Lulu and Yell, right? So, like, the nature of the question was testing your guys' character with the sort of knowledge of what she did or will do. So, right. at least yeah, that was, was like my read of it. So,
1: yeah, it was just interesting though, because like, being able to restore Vinky and Rhea from being paralyzed like three times I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you you got you got good use out of that.
1: That was crazy. I was not expecting that to be as useful as it would <laughs> It's like, a cluster restoration, eh? you know, like that's that's like a level 2 spell. It's, like, it's situ-
6: situational,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's, it's but, a, but then thing. it ended up being super useful. Yeah.
4: But at the time when you got it, it probably felt like a second class Prize, right so It like, oh, did. That, that's what I'm trying. Cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, everyone got this vitality shit. Like, uh, I just got restoration. <laughs> oh, I guess that's what Zabalba gets for being stubborn. But <laughs>
0: hey, you might have stopped a TPK with that, right? Uh-huh. Uh,
1: that's kind of how it felt at times. Or at least a PK. I feel
2: like. <laughs> yeah, at
1: least a PK. Because if they're paralyzed, then that means like every hit on them is a critical hit. I think, because they're immobilized. Yeah,
6: it's something like along those lines. Yeah, I it's think something along the lines of that. Yeah,
1: so at least it's have... an
6: automatic hit. I know that much. Yeah, but
1: yeah, um. I feel like it's a greater advantage than having advantage. Yeah. Uh, so.
0: um yeah. And he hits so hard too.
6: Yeah. yeah. Like no, um,
0: smacking. Yeah, <laughs> because I think I think I mentioned this too, but like Yenigoo has a three-headed flail, right? Named Butcher. And then each time he hits with the flail on his main attack on a turn, he can apply one of the effects once to each of the hits. So the first effect adds three d twelve damage, which is every time it's he hits a big you really hit on hard. Its own. Yeah. So every <laughs> time he hits you really hard, that was that effect. And then his other two hits were the confusion and the paralyze effects.
1: Right.
0: And those would last for like the one turn or whatever So you succeeded, I think. mm Hmm.
6: Yeah, that was well, definitely a hard fight. Oh, and then once his head came off too, it just became even harder.
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that was crazy.
5: So dumb question. Yes. I don't remember the guy's name, but we freed a uh, demon, right? To we distract freed several demon themed guys, actually. Well, we freed one to try to like distract the materials.
4: Um, we so we we're could...
5: talking about Kocheski, the giant
0: the prince of giants the demon prince yeah. Of giants, right? yeah, yeah yeah
5: did so did he ever come back do we see him again
0: uh he he took his hammer back from zariel okay so when you when you guys ran into zariel she didn't have the hammer anymore Uh-oh. he he did cause a big distraction
5: okay <laughs> so guys. but we didn't we didn't see him again
0: you didn't see him again but okay. if you see him again he's going to have his hammer back which uh-huh. is
4: um,
5: yeah, but he said he said he was uh, going to remember that and be really nice to us the next time we see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he
4: did. Absolutely.
5: <laughs> I have
0: recorded evidence of what was so, <laughs> But, um... Yeah, so... Uh, as you can see in this arch, he's wielding the hammer Matlock, which is Kocheski's hammer, which she took from him, and she imprisoned him for a while. And that was a big deal to Kocheski was to get that hammer back right and um, he presumably is somewhere back on his abyssal plane his abyssal demi plane his hammer's name is Matlock uh something like that um, I
1: Matlock was one of the brothers or something
4: Murtlock Mortlock. Oh. Um I can You're tell gonna you say, is his sword's name oh. Murder she wrote
7: <laughs> Personally, I like his dragnet.
0: <laughs> Matalotek, the Frost Father. Ah. It's a big hammer. <laughs> it's a legendary item, requires mint. It's an ancient hammer fashioned by Thurin, the god of frost giants, and favored weapon of the demon lord Kocheski. Matalot is a frigid to the touch and reefed in mist. You are immune to cold damage while holding this. Whenever it deals damage to a creature, the hammer radiates a burst of cold damage in a 30-foot radius sphere. Each creature in that area takes 3d6 cold damage. Holy crap. That's crazy.
6: That's
0: but just a weapon. It's yeah. It's a big weapon. It's a warhammer too, so... Uh, I think that's, like, got a good stats to it. Wow. Okay.
3: I'm gonna have to get a new whip. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even kidding. If I don't get a new whip, it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll like, we'll to... find it out.
6: <laughs> I'm sure we
4: can find <laughs> Yeah. Well, you had a whip to begin with, right? Just a regular whip, didn't you?
3: Yeah, but it was lost to time. Was it? Yeah, I can't remember what
4: happened, but... It... Well, you probably just kept it on your person, right?
3: No, I'm pretty sure it was gone.
4: Weren't we going to have it else. silvered? Wasn't that when Amara was out?
6: I think Aren't it was silvered. we getting her whip
4: silvered? Oh, we did okay, because I don't think we actually ever got
6: rid of it, now that I think about it. Sorry, I'm just
2: like
4: into the mic. Well, if
0: it's on Amara's character sheet, and if it's not there, then she doesn't have it. Okay, fair enough. We'll just call it there. Um, yeah. Um, but like it it was probably just a regular whip and I mean
6: Third, you know, that guys be easy are
0: to probably gonna have an easy easy time replacing it with replacing a normal whip.
6: Yeah, so. a silver whip. Yeah. We can get a silver whip too, yeah. You, you I'm sure you can buy one straight out that's silvered, right? thing
0: Oh yeah, yeah. you okay. you can basically add silvered to any weapon, and I think it increases the cost by like fifty or hundred. It's in the either the players or the DMG. So
5: okay, yeah, we found a place in Baldur's Gate that would do it for us. because Yeah, and I think, yeah. nice and I
0: think and you might have gotten some other weapons what? silvered when you guys were starting.
5: Yes. Yeah, I know mine did. I got my sword silvered. Not that for I sure use your whip. It.
0: But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you found yourself a pretty nice mace.
5: Gotcha.
6: Yeah, that makes what's great. Yeah, I, thank God we found that. You use that from torture, like the dude. whole entire game. all
0: the way through. Yeah, yeah, trusty yes. mate, solid. Yeah, yeah.
6: What was it again? Yeah.
0: It was just okay. a. So,
6: yeah, I have a, a torture the,
3: whip. With a light apparently.
2: Oh, like that's what
0: you that's not a real weapon.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's it's what a, I thought. It's like a cosplay weapon.
0: <laughs> like it is it is meant pure, like, it is not designed to be used as a functional weapon.
3: Beautiful. Then we're for just going to that budget. away. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Ooh.
0: Yep. So, like, if you're using it, it's only going to deal one damage because it's an improvised weapon. It's basically like an Undarm Strike for you. Little hell. what are your favorite moments? Hmm
6: um I think one would have to be all the times Finn just got targeted <laughs> it's a lot of fun honestly <laughs> just running away was kind of fun <laughs> I started to like and you
0: pissed off a few people
6: yeah exactly I mean, they just kept well one of my favorites was probably when I got beat the shit out of that uh from the uh I think it was a lava golem or something like that oh yeah and I'm the one I who woke it up so that. he was like oh I'm kidding you. <laughs> and he just chased me to the ends of the earth. <laughs> I yeah, probably got smushed I, I I forgot like multiple about that. times. <laughs> yeah, I
0: forgot. Because because like you were like genuinely surprised that it just kept coming after you in the moment too, I think, yeah. right?
6: Yeah, I was. I was like, what
2: the heck? <laughs> Stop.
0: <laughs>
6: so that was fun. Um You forgot about that goal. Besides that. Uh a lot of the car chases were really fun too. When we were getting chased yeah. by like random stuff it was kind of fun to role play that a little bit as well so
4: mm-hmm. i'm surprised at how that. sad i was to leave the demon grinder behind i was like oh yeah. no we're never gonna yeah. see it again
6: yeah i know it's just something we were with Watched us the favorite. whole entire time
1: too bad yeah. we couldn't have like sold it because it was modified too that where it didn't need any like fuel any longer the spirit yeah. shards oh, yeah we coins were, yeah. soul coins
3: yeah Oh god, we have soul to... coins. What are we going to do with those on the...
1: There's
6: probably a direct... There might be a direct...
1: Uh... Like an embassy in Baldur's <laughs> yeah,
3: Gate?
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> 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 they're probably it. Yeah,
6: we're going to be
3: like be a, a line of there. questioning.
7: Excuse me, good sir, what is the exchange rate on soul coins here in Baldur's Gate today?
1: <laughs> well, it's that's kind strange. of interesting, because They, what they we scream learned. when you
7: put them into things to pay for them. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine if arcades o- operated with Arcade Soul so cool. it Core. It
6: would <laughs> they already a very do good arcade machines. <laughs> a <laughs> yeah,
7: <not every> <laughs> it Horror arcade games now is a lot. That's true. That's why I have to wear. It. I need.
1: I always forget to, but I need to wear headphones when I go to arcades.
7: I wear, wear. I wear headphones when I play pinball.
3: now. <laughs> I have literally been to one arcade as an adult. I didn't know that was like
7: still a thing.
1: Ryan loves pinball. It's like his. I hobbies. love
7: arcades go. I love barcades. I love anything. Like The one that I I've been everywhere. to with a the barcade. Not very many left around here. Huh?
0: There's not very many left around. Here.
7: There are two giant arcades on Victoria. There's a pinball arcade and there's Quasars. Why does that feel on brand
3: for your location?
0: But like I don't think there's a ton on the mainland. There's like one in Metrotown and then there's Castle Fun Park that has an arcade in it. And I, I'm sure there's others, but there used to be a lot more when I was a kid I think around good.
3: here. For Cedar Rapids, having one just one barcade is probably plenty. We ranked <laughs> very low on a list for cities with a good nightlife.
4: <laughs> you know, I, I did pick up Plane shifts, so theoretically we could go back to exchange them.
1: Oh, really? I we
3: picked up Plane go Somebody's gonna be like, damn, this is a Steal in a deal and exchange it for a bunch of gold, because mm-hmm. remember, gold was practically useless to them.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh well, that was what I was gonna get. What I was kind of getting at was like, whenever we talked to someone asking them what like the exchange rate was and how it was like, it really? was crazy amounts of money. <laughs> oh,
0: I mean, it was only crazy one way. I'm sure if you tried to like buy gold with a soul coin you would not be getting the same rate yeah Mm -hmm. true Uh, so ryan you're you're a late joiner on this campaign so you you haven't had the same breadth of experience as everybody else but like what were some high moments for you
7: uh i liked stead's introduction i did like meeting the uh meeting bernie the dragon i thought that was an interesting move i did like stead's death a lot like i think that was great I, I just feel like uh, he was put into a situation that was more time time sensitive than anything else. Like, trying to create breadth out of that was really difficult. But otherwise, like, he had moments where he's bringing Ego's smashed face back to life. And, like, there were some moments that were pretty harrowing for that character. But I, I do look forward, like, I've always, I like playing healers generally. Like, I think that utility is absolutely necessary and with groups needing that utility i always feel happy to do that so it was kind of fun and then making him super boring and kind of straight was also kind of fun because i like to make fun weird characters and he is just wonderbred stead he doesn't change he's just the same like it's boring but i like it
3: (laughs) i loved it i think he's a really fun character his Almost staleness really adds. We needed somebody who was that straightforward, basic, yeah,
2: super stale,
7: crouton like. Yeah, Crouton-like. Yeah. Crouton-like. I always <laughs> think of night Veil. Vale, right?
3: wheat and wheat byproducts. <laughs> I
4: don't
6: know why. I'm not but that, like... that
4: kind of dedication and single-minded focus that I look for in a gardener. <laughs> but like, even
0: in like things that aren't like even things that are more serious, not like comedy things, right? Like a, state, a straight man is always like a good way to ground something, right? Because yep. sometimes you have like fantastical characters, right? And having someone like more grounded kind of helps everything feel like more realistic, right? Like, I don't know, like with Cowboy and Cowboy Bebop, right? Like Spike and um, fuck, what's it? Jet. Jet, right? Like Jet is the straight man to Spike because Spike is so mm. fantastical, right? And, like, Jet is a very, like, amazing character in his own right. Like, he's not, like, boring or plain or anything, but he's, like, a lot more grounded and down-to-earth and, like, more realistic than Spike yeah. is, right? But, like, they play off each other so well because they are kind of very different in that sense, right? So it's it's good to have characters there. Because, like, I'll be honest, a lot of you guys are pretty silly at times. <laughs> what
1: what What?
4: that is not how I meant to come across at all
3: I just played myself are you suggesting that I'm a silly person
2: because apparently I can't act
0: very silly it's true you can't I remember when you said Vinky is chaotic evil and then the first thing you did was you try to help put a guy who was drunk and lost his glass eye back into his head and you got really into that scene and I was just I like, can't You're change not in the mean
3: dialogue.
0: <laughs> That's fine.
2: I can't no really
0: there's no reason to like decide that your character has to be like committed to like an exact interpretation or like yes. follow through with like characters yes. growing change. Uh-huh. So
3: I think it would have been boring had I tried to be oh yes, this is the thing that I am. I feel like I wouldn't have had as much fun.
0: Oh, I, I I loved how like everybody was always like discovering new things about their character playing yep. playing with it, right? Because like as I said before, like nobody was as prepared as Lee was coming into the gate, like so fully formed. But like even Lee, you like learned so much about Ego just playing him, right? And like so oh, yeah. much sort of, out of that, right? And you know, part of that is interacting with you. Part of that is like me throwing things at your characters, right? So I I just, it's, it's so amazing to sort of, like, the thing that I find the hardest whenever I've tried to like write is I don't want to figure out what my characters are going to do, right? Like, but you guys are the characters and you're just doing stuff and it's just, amazing because all i have to do is come up with a situation and you guys figure it out right like and it's just a it's so it's such a joy to like watch that happen yeah um so i know a lot of you guys are probably gonna like react and be like no but like was there moments you didn't like or that you were unhappy with in the campaign
4: the um the mansion got to be a bit of a slog when it was just opening doors, that's listening fair. at doors, opening doors, listening doors, opening at doors. I think that's maybe the way it was, it was meant to be. Um, yeah, it was.
0: That was a long time ago. I'm. It was supposed to be kind of tense, I guess, it building up a, a amount huh. of tenseness to it. So. I'm trying to think.
2: I, I, guess guess
5: me, I guess for me go i guess for me alan dying obviously yeah. <laughs> well yeah that's fair that's, no yeah, that's, that, that. that's very valid right and like yeah. i you put a lot of thought into alan and that's that's what i was going to say you earlier when you were saying my character didn't have really a backstory well yeah and i put a, put a lot of thought into his backstory and yeah, yeah i had a lot more i think yeah, after
0: you were because you came in after, right? And I was like, oh, you put a lot of thought into this too, right? Because I was just like, there's a lot of things. And, you know, we even had like a little bit of back and forth. I remember when mm-hmm. you were just like, you had this initial idea that like um, your your angelic mother, right, was like giving you these messages. And then I'm like, what if they show up as tattoos? And you were right. just like, I just remember you being like, oh, right? Like, yeah." <laughs> and I was just like, And it it was just like, and I had, and I had a lot of ideas for that too, right? So like, because we're probably not going to revisit Ailen as a character for you guys at this point, but like, I had this, I had this idea that you had, you had a very, um, you were missing a lot of pieces about what happened to your mother. Right. And you were under this impression that your mother was in danger trapped or something right yeah and that she needed to do something to help her she Mm -hmm. wasn't she was just telling you to do stuff to like because she's an angel right and then she's like well i'm going to tell him to do good things and she's just basically pointing you places not necessarily with your best interests in mind either more so to serve the greater purpose right? right so i kind of wanted to like have this thing of like I like this idea where like you could realize your mother is kind of a bit of a doesn't care for
4: you right 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 One just moment. using
5: me as a tool
4: yeah <laughs> how many sessions did you get out of Alan? hell it wasn't many was it
5: no i want to say maybe five or ten
4: most. Yeah. wow I think, if, I think what's that
5: I said I think I think he was didn't even love maybe he leveled up once or twice I can't remember.
4: Oh wow, is that it? Yeah. I I, I always think
1: he's level two, uh, right?
5: Um, was it level I two? when he anything? came in. I think he came in at level. I think it was level three because I remember using my like uh, I'm class. I'm pretty stuff. sure. I'm pretty sure he came in at level three, and I want to say he leveled up at least once.
4: Okay.
0: Yeah, it was somewhere around there. Hmm okay sorry about that um it's all
5: right i guess the one other thing i just have we have to say about talk about is the song oh oh (laughs) (laughs) that was fun that was a high point for me yeah
1: yeah for sure i mean i feel like that kind of
4: went without saying
1: Mm -hmm. yeah remember that one time
3: that i literally wanted to crawl out of my skin because i got serenaded oh right
6: (laughs) i did forget about that
3: it was Mm -hmm. so funny
0: you, okay, um, you one know. thing I sort of wanted to, because I didn't I didn't get a chance to serve, with Aelin dying, like, that sucked, right? And, like, you know, like, I've asked you this before, too, right? And, like, I, I want to make sure that, like, when something like that happens, there is always choices about stuff going forward, right? And, like, I, I want to be transparent when it happened before, right? You guys were low level. And you, you had ways to, like, get around that too, right? And Rhea yeah. was always a choice, right? And, like, now that we're three years after that point, like, I how was playing Rhea? She wasn't your <laughs> character, right? Right, she was, right. She wasn't even my character. She was the book's character, right? So, character, right. You know? and Rhea, like, no,
2: I
5: thought... Go ahead.
0: Well, like, you know, everyone, I, 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 either, like, intentional or unintentional, I, I always really liked how you tried to play, like, Rhea, because, like, there was just, like, lots of little things. And, like, I kind of even like how, like, some of your um, unintentional moments kind of, like, built into into sort of her character, right? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with how Rhea turned out.
5: Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I'm really ha- happy with how she turned out. She definitely grew into a character that. Um, and and she became.
1: Sorry about that.
5: Kind of <laughs> what a- I wanted Aylin to be. So, end, mm-hmm. right, be a paladin. I and mean, she ended up being a the paladin that I wanted Aylin to be. So, um, yeah, and, and <laughs> it was just fun to play her because she just wasn't supposed to be, you know, my character, A, and B. She's a 16 year old girl, so yeah, it's <laughs> pretty, pretty hard to <laughs> role play that, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little bit, but at the same time, it was fun to try.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, and I, you,
0: I guess you're happy playing her still, right?
5: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
5: oh, yeah she I'm turned out to about... be a pretty, pretty, pretty powerful uh, fighter/slash paladin, too. So, yeah,
0: she 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 carried you guys through a lot of situations like, yeah, like, no, like a lot of you guys were pretty squishy a lot of the times and mm-hmm. reya came in there and was definitely like a shield for you guys especially just yeah. the fact that you had like a 20 fucking ac yeah.
5: or
2: like <laughs> a 22 yeah. ac yeah. Yeah. yeah
5: early on i had a 20.
6: Yeah. and then you got the armor set which gave me more yeah yeah crazy stuff
5: yeah now she's 23. It's yeah pretty
6: ridiculous good. <laughs> pretty pretty it's all right you
5: know,
6: you know, literally has to have at least a plus four to even hit you I don't know secret yeah. <laughs> I
5: I like that I like the peerless athlete feat too that's that was fun yeah. I got to use that uh properly in a couple of times it was pretty pretty epic like when I jumped over that she the jumped over ball? that ice wall yeah. yeah
0: I was just like <laughs>
5: fuck yeah
0: <laughs> I was just like Oh, yeah this ice devil thinks he's pretty clever he's walled you off from the fight and then reya just fucking jumps over Yums. the wall and is just like hey how's it that, going yeah just like okay <laughs> that ice devil's just like what the fuck?
4: <laughs> now watching you play her in combat is like watching a beautiful mind i mean it's just, it's, it's just none of it makes any sense to me and it just keeps <laughs> going and going and it's just epic yeah. every time
5: now, yeah she has a lot of things that just stack. It's like, I can do this. Okay, now I'm going to I hit with that, so I'm going to do this now.
0: Axel <laughs> and Surge.
5: Yep. Now you've got Smite and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that Smite is deadly on us. Yeah, that's,
2: that's,
5: yeah. That was actually key in, in L, obviously, Radiant Smite, because all those- all Yeah. Creatures, yeah, it took a lot of extra damage from that.
0: Yeah, between, like, you guys had, like, a lot of natural advantages between, like, Mara having a Gloomstalker ranger, that was like your favorite enemy was right, King. and then right. You, their whip was key to fiends too, and then your paladin and you had smite. So any those sort of radiant were damage is massive. Yeah. yeah. So.
2: so, any
0: other bad points in the campaign for anybody? Things you didn't like, things that you felt may have been unfair in the moment, you weren't happy with how it turned out. With I personally love unfairness. <laughs> it's- you know,
6: I I like difficulty. I like challenges.
0: It's it's a hard balance. to strike, right? Especially yeah. like when things are supposed to be intentionally dangerous, right? Like Yenigu was a fight that like because like I I didn't tweak Yenigu as much as I thought I was going to because like I went with the route where I turned him into a mythic creature, which is a feature from the Theros book, where basically the cre the legendary creature when it drops to zero it regains all its health back and it gains a few new abilities. So I basically just built that is. on Yenigu and I basically made the thing his head is now off his body, right? And he just had a few extra abilities. And I didn't tweak him too heavily. I I thought I was gonna tweak him a little bit more than that. And that was that was a good fight for my end. Yeah. So yeah. but it was definitely it was meant to be tense, right? I don't, like it's it's always this tough balancing act because like I don't want you guys ever feel like you have like protagonist syndrome where you won't die there has to be like real dangers real stakes to things mm-hmm. otherwise right. it makes everything feel meaningless but it also has to feel like on some level doable even if like like if you if you come into a situation that feels like you should be able to do it, there should be an amount of like there's randomness to it, but there should be some sense of like balance to it, right? Like you guys at that point, it wasn't unreasonable for you to fight a Demon Prince one-on-one, especially with a few things in the back lines, right? Like I like if the fight had gone really bad Zaryl could have intervened right? right. In that fight, So you guys weren't always out of options but like it it could have gone really bad too right like yenagu could have permanently killed a few of you in that fight Mm -hmm. and the way how you guys were with ego if ego had fallen you guys would have had no way of bringing anyone back too yeah and right and like the fail state for that fight at the best fail state for that fight would have been Yenigu teleporting away with Lulu. The worst fail states would have been like multiple people dying.
1: Right. Like permanently, so. too, like without enough diamonds and we were prepared but well, it, it wouldn't have been good if Ego died because then we
0: no, would No, been... the thing is, there's a chance that he might just eat in your bodies.
6: Yep. Mm-hmm. Then there's no doing that. Just...
3: Disrespectful.
0: And then if he teleported away you don't have the remains.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then so, we're fucked. Yeah, so like like I'm saying, like the fail states could have been pretty dire mm-hmm. for that fight. So. Obviously. <laughs>
6: yeah, I'm just glad bad. we
3: lived. I'm, uh,
6: I'm shocked how much value my dog got in that fight. <laughs> One thing I found funny. Yeah. <laughs> Your dog is so
3: cool. I feel like you yeah. didn't use it enough.
6: Yeah, well, it's, it, the big thing is that it's really meant to be like a... Wow. A guard dog. That's like mm-hmm. its whole purpose. It's basically just to see, and it can see invisible things. It can see things in the ethereal plane. It can see things in basically every like type of stealth, magical, or whatever. So, mm-hmm. that's like the main purpose of it. But it just kind of worked out. <laughs> it can it be attacked? It can't. It can't be attacked either. So. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. It can't be no. seen
0: either. So, well, Yenigoo had true sight. Okay, well, maybe it. Could so, be seen. I Actually, think you if... probably could have seen it, because yeah, it has to know. exist on some sense, right? But yeah, exactly. I think it exists on this ethereal plane mm-hmm. conceptually. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I have a question, sort of related to combat. How often did it feel like different types of creatures fought differently than other creatures? Is that something you picked up
4: on, noticed? Yeah, especially I, when we got yeah. into, like, legendary actions and things like that.
6: There was definitely, like, yeah, monkey where them, the yeah. enemies were not very smart, I feel like. And they were kind of just, you know...
4: The, the ability level. Of, of high-level enemies to make saves sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I had so many high-level spells just... Well, yeah, having...
6: I feel like any character... That's what I hate. Any character where you have to make them making saving throw and stuff like right. that, too.
4: But, the on the other hand, the fact that that happens so often when like when slow actually worked just enough to like give say reya an edge to get you know a killing blow in or something that was really validating when it Mm -hmm. actually something actually got through
6: yeah yeah i'm excited i'm excited to fight enemies that don't have magical resistance (laughs) um i mean that's the only reason i picked up steelwind strike is because i was like wait is this a damaging spell that doesn't rely on saving throw? <laughs> so I was like, yes! <laughs> I'm picking that
0: up. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely like a little, like a, a, a like a chunk of levels that you were at that you didn't have like a lot of like combat spells in your belt.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And I just remember you being like I could polymorph something <laughs> and then not yeah. being able to do anything else in a fight.
6: Mm-hmm. Well yeah, my first... Pretty much all my my first and second level spells had not a single combat spell in it. Well, hmm. besides healing. So.
4: Crown of Stars was pretty damn cool.
6: Crown of Stars is yeah. so good.
1: <laughs> it remains it's
6: five awesome. hundred. Oh, the thing it? that makes it so good is that it's not a concentration spell. Like you can yeah. just cast it and it just sits there.
0: And it's a bonus action when you throw them after too. Right? Yeah, so you mm-hmm. can
6: attack at the same time. Yeah. It's That's pretty ridiculous.
1: Pretty ridiculous. Pretty yeah, well, I
6: mean, I, but yeah, once again, I love when I cast a concentration spell. And then one of the big baddie
0: would just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely a few times Fuck where you, like sometimes you held on to a concentration for the whole combat, and sometimes you just like lost in Yenagu, you, you lost the holy weapon right like off. Like instantly.
2: Bat. Yeah. I yeah. was
0: just like, Oh, that's I, I remember I remember that happening and just being like, Oh, that's a big change in this fight. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> like Rhea hadn't like landed a good hit really at that point, mm-hmm. and then you lost it, and I was just like, "Jeez, if you had just like one more turn, like yeah. you 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 like missed out on so much damage from that." Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, if I could
6: go, I one of my biggest regrets when I first made my character is make I didn't make Constitution my full dump stat, but I made like my
0: like secondary,
6: third like secondary dump stat. Yeah, I think. Mm. And if I made it just like my second highest stat, it would have probably had a
0: constitution of four. Plus four, which would have been nice. (laughs) I mean, like, one of these stats are going to have to be like lower than others. And I, like, the thing, like, I've grown to love about like making characters is the fact that you do have like at least one bad stat. It's like fun to sort of do have that kind of weakness because like oh, it yeah. sort of comes up in role playing, It's sort of something you have to start balancing because like if all your stats were high, you, you don't have any interesting decisions at that point or yeah. sort of like things you have to play around, right? So I can't remember where it was, but at one point I got a strength like...
1: Oh, first, it was outside And I of had like a print. strength
6: of two because my strength was already my dump stat, so oh, I oh, just no. couldn't lift anything. I was just walking around. Yeah, water. it was
1: outside the crypt where we were trying to get Gideon, I think.
0: Oh, right. It was the ghosts. They drained your yeah. strength.
5: Yeah, oh, the specters, just, yeah. Yeah, I just
6: couldn't do anything, <laughs>
5: like, strength-related. You just fun. look
1: like a string bean. Like- yeah,
6: it was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I enjoyed the uh, combat sessions. You could always count on, like, um, Vinky and Rhea to just do tons of damage. Just but
6: smack a single person. Yeah.
4: Combat sessions came along when Zabalba just turned into a scary killing machine. Like, there were, there were some just epic kills that Zabalba had that yeah. terrified Ego.
1: Well, I it was funny because it kept working out where like everyone else would have like a round and maybe Zubalba had rolled poorly in initiative and then like it would be on death's door and she would just get to just
2: <laughs>
1: pound it, take it down.
4: You cut off a lot of heads.
1: Yeah, well, one like of that. my favorite parts about the Witcher is when you kill them, all the different ways you cut their heads off. <laughs> um, and so it was really fun to see my dreams become a reality in my mind
0: <laughs> um in your dreams
1: <laughs> my dreams became a more Dangerous. dreams. a dream yeah you, you get what i mean though like
0: <laughs> I, i'm glad you enjoyed the sword
1: oh yeah i love the sword
0: mm-hmm.
1: i, I want before, the sword
0: so i think everybody sort of picked up at least like something minor to sort of play with as like far as magical items, but some of you got things that were a bit more special than others, like yeah. the triad's plate, or the whip, or even oh. Ego's bracelet, right? And then like, comparatively, like, Finn, you picked up the Wand of Secrets, and like the coin from Clista. Right and obviously the coins got like sentimental value because it was a gift from Clista after you were when you learned you might not see her again right yeah but like mechanically speaking it wasn't always that useful did that ever create bad feelings like did it feel bad that like other people got better toys sometimes compared to everything because not everybody got like something super sweet like not everybody got like an artifactish kind of powerful thing
2: yeah
5: or i guess like the sword too is was part of that so what one question, I assume the triad's plate was built into the module. No, I made that up. Oh, okay. Yeah,
6: cool. yeah I will say that the last skill that it upgraded into is really cool. The whole fake yeah. like, damage thing, that thing's really cool. Yeah, the damage sponge oh, no.
2: thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Really cool. yeah. yeah, I remember because like a lot of the items, there's been a few where like I've done a little bit of tweaks as i sort of seen them play out. And I think with the triad's plate, like, I've changed the order of a few things that you've, like, earned them in. And, um, but, like, when you drew the arcana for the empress, I believe it was, right? I was just like, okay, I know how you can assert your authority in a moment, right? And I was like, I know know roughly, like, when this is going to come up. And I was like, I, I planned, I already knew, like, you're going to have this big fight coming up. It was either going to be the one with the Baylor, or the one with the Pit, or with Yenegu, right? And when there's going to be a moment when somebody is definitely going to die from a hit, I was going to let you have that opportunity to, like, awaken that next level for your plate, right? And your plate got, like, a big upgrade from it. Your plate definitely has reached the highest
5: levels compared to anybody else's equipment. Oh, yeah. It's, so it's pretty pretty awesome the whole being able to tell when someone's lying is pretty pretty nice <laughs> i just gotta remember to use it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey you're gonna be in a lot more social situations now True. that you're back True. in the city so you might get True. some uses out of it so yeah
1: yeah i gotta say it was really nice to (laughs) go through my spells and be like oh yeah i don't really need this anymore or like (laughs) this isn't as useful as it used to be or i because there's a lot of um hexblade warlock spells that are supposed to be like super op when you get them but we're not in hell like cone of cold for example is a Mm, spell that's granted and it's like most devils or most fiends have resistance to cold. Resistance or immunity to cold damage. so to mention so, magical
6: resistance. Sometimes.
1: Not to mention magical resistance exactly. So, cone cold is like crazy, you know, 60 not foot yeah. wide cone that I couldn't use. So, I've reinvigorated and I reinvigorated
0: that. I kind on you before too. But like, yeah. I, I, I don't want to lose sort of the point with like what I was getting at before with like the inequality Sorry. of like the getting cool things right like for finn did you was that ever something you kind of that was bad friction for you
6: i feel like i did kind of wish it did my main i guess yeah my main thing is that you know i was able to uh with it i could cast bless which echo could already do Mm -hmm. and then i could also cast i can't remember what the other one was
1: wasn't it healing
0: related oh um it was guidance it was guidance, yeah. It was very guidance. much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like we, you, the... you had a very minor
6: trinket with that. But I so, also understood that it couldn't be too valuable. so.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, didn't like a minor shift. thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and like, Stead, you you didn't have very much in terms of like magical loot either. You no, you didn't.
7: Yeah, I just, well, I had the kit that I came Great with. Great to yeah. Just the sham.
0: So like, and like Amara, I guess you lost your pretty sweet whip. And I'll be honest, you probably won't see something that could be as strong as that whip could have potentially been. Mm -hmm.
3: Well, that's reasonable. There were a lot of times where as like a person, I was like, I should probably get rid of this whip. But it wouldn't have made sense for my character. So I didn't. mm
2: -hmm.
3: It got scary there for a minute because it was like, I wanted to be meta and be like, you guys, you have to get this thing away from me. But like, I didn't want to ruin it. So well, and it was such we a cool about fucking it. win. Yeah. I was
6: like I have a lot of magical items, just none of them combat related. Because I have the bag of holding, I away. have the wand of Secrets, I have the musical pipes that I still haven't used.
0: They're like kind of like low impact-ish, right?
6: Yeah, exactly.
0: They're very backgroundy. So and also with how we handle inventory,
6: the bag of holding doesn't really come into play that much.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, it's just I... sort of like you guys are using it for your stuff. Yeah, exactly. When you need to, so. Yes, yeah, I'm saying. If we had like had
6: separate, if we like, I guess, had separate inventories, yeah. Come and play a I guess
0: more. you technically have a second bag of holding that's invisible too. What's? It's oh, the one like, yeah. you got from your devil friend that you met in the night. It was uh, the yeah. one that the rods were in.
6: That's right. So now I, have... I
0: didn't think about that. I have two. That's thing. We, you we should keep
3: all of our gold in the invisible one.
0: I I sometimes wonder if giving you an invisible bag of holding was a bad idea, but here we are. We'll see if it is or not. Hey, I do. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's a way you could abuse it. I'll,
3: well, yeah, I'll we'll it
4: when I see it. it. anyone yeah. can make you regret that, it's how. Yeah.
3: yeah. God, I love playing. Like, mm-hmm. you're such a funny fuck. Just kind to
6: throw some daggers in it. She's gonna yeah. we'll see we'll see well you know just don't lose it I, I, <laughs> yeah. I no oh, it's it was pretty <laughs> easy to lose well oh i forgot if, i well, i just remember, i just remembered a moment when me and ego were trying to conspire to uh, what was it i can't remember exactly Dilda. what happened
5: you were trying to kill that one-eyed mechanical thing
6: no, no, no. Well, that was really fun, <laughs> the the situation that uh, resulted in Ray losing her eye. But before that,
3: oh. I felt so bad when I realized the implications of what I had said and done.
6: <laughs> before that, like I did this weird thing with Ego, where we were just trying to get the uh, the note. Do you remember what I'm talking about?
0: The note. When was this? Was this in Hell or before? This hell? was like
6: right. This was right before. We met. I can't remember her name, but the person who took Ray's eye, essentially.
4: We went looking for her for Mahadi. Yeah, she was his ex-lover. What note? I don't remember.
0: Yeah.
6: Then before that, we we were trying to. Mahadi had a letter for us to deliver.
0: Yeah, to deliver to her. Right.
6: And we like were me and Ego the whole time were trying to steal it.
0: to read it first
6: right? yeah, yeah, because we weren't
4: supposed to open it yeah exactly
3: oh I remember that and I was like on your ass just, like fucking full on momming like don't you dare don't you do it then was you, you both know it would have put us in a pickle yeah
5: yeah, I always I actually loved thought that, that, that you bring that up I, I thought that, that her lo- Ray losing her eye was also really cool yeah. in terms mm-hmm. of character development and you know just what she would have done and Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool, but hey, you might get yeah. it back. So. Stakes, well, yeah, I guess, it man. was really cool actually
4: being there when you had to make the decision to pluck mm-hmm. it out, like and nobody it, else was around.
5: Right, really, that's right. It's just you and me. That's right. the The big reveal was also really cool. <laughs> Look <laughs> on everyone's face. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm very happy with how that 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 played out. That was probably like the, the
0: darkest we got, I think, in the yeah. whole like so much. My-
1: that was the most in between session drama I've ever experienced.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I remember, I remember Lee. You were just like, "Ego's hey, gonna go full emo," <laughs> right? <laughs> I was just like, "Right, let's, let's just wait and see
4: what happens." Uh, we get there, right? Yes, I was we just, fully prepared to it go was very rough. dark.
1: <laughs> I was yeah. Oh god, it was I'm like uh, what have we mm-hmm. done? The Moment. mistake that I felt I had made. What the it, whole
4: take him, do whatever you want to him. Yeah, he like it. he it, it'll yeah. build
1: character. It's fun. It was like after you i
2: guys think, were pretty I callous know. to him. Oh, I
1: felt so I know. bad. I don't remember what but we had been John fighting. And, yeah, but John and Lee and I were like hanging out on a separate occasion doing something else. I don't remember what. And we John was like, You you guys were like really mean to Ego like that was pretty like cold of you and I was like (laughs) I guess you make a good point and then like the in like arrested development the like i've made a huge mistake moment like i just felt that like wash over me and i was just so upset i immediately started panic messaging amara i'm like why did we do that that was so (laughs) upsetting like we need to fix this like maybe we can go back in time and john will let us like redo because that was so awful why did we do that and i was just so
0: I, I love the moments when, like, I ask everybody but one person to, like, leave the table for a bit. Uh-huh.
2: What's that like
0: What for everybody else to, like, leave? Like, how many times has that made, like, people very tense?
6: It makes me pretty tense, because it will... I, I remember a few times when it's not me, Haley or Ryan, like, we just meet up in the living room, it's like, hey.
4: <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Rough times, Rough times. Oh. It always made oh. me very tense when it was just Hal D that you kept behind. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. What is what is going to happen? Oh, uh, right. n- no good can come of this.
6: Mm-hmm. He's going to go off. Yeah, because no one's no one's here to stop me. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I I love being the chaotic element. That was mm-hmm. lots of fun, like kind of doing stupid stuff that realistically was not the logic choice, logical mm-hmm. choice. But A lot of fun logical. moments came out of that. Yeah, true. The bag of gold th- or the gold trophy thing—that was lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking yeah, about you jumping died off because, because of that.
4: <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah, so fun. The, ch-
4: the chain Conflict reaction like from when you raised me up on that pillar, which broke the spell that I had going, and just—oh, that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, that was the that was biggest so mistake funny. I think and I've ever made. Off of it. <laughs>
0: Because like the the Nalifis had like teleported right beside you and you were frightened by it, right? So it was just like kind of like in the moment, I'm like, no, you're frightened by it. You you should have definitely some reaction. So like make a make a save to see if you if you react or not. And you failed the save. And I'm just like, okay, now make a dexterity Slave, because you're slipping, and then you failed the save again. And then
2: you're just. Yeah. I instantly got rid
6: of that spell. Next level. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I need to get rid of this." This is. Shit. I wanted like some sort of cool spell. And I was like, kind of like out of the. What's it called? Out of the norm. Well, this, my favorite part about this uh, subclass for the bard is I can just literally get <laughs> every single spell. So it's kind of fun in that way. So it's like no limit,
2: basically. <laughs> so. Okay. Well uh,
0: yeah, if any but if any other moments are come up, you can always feel free to interject them. But I, I kind of want to know if you guys have any questions about anything that happened in the game. I have a question. Yes.
1: So there was it's gonna be vague, I'm sorry. Um, there was a random encounter. We were in the demon grinder, and we came across some dude. You found, like, I think it was like a puddle and there was a little creature that would come up every once in a while I and remember. then, you know what I'm talking about? What the fuck was that about?
0: Um, okay. So, that I believe that was you may have you ran into another one of those fiends before. They're, they were part of the Yuglofs, which are like the neutral fiends. Mm-hmm. Um, that specifically one was a arc Kanilov, which are the foxy looking ones. He was shapeshifted, so he looked like a person, I think, in the right, But that was actually, you've met three of them in hell. One of them was the slave trader working for Mahadi, who looked like a human because they're shapeshifters. I think there was actually a second one in Mahadi's tent, too. That was the one in the tent selling the scrolls and stuff. Mm -hmm. You didn't talk to them very much, but they, they were just like a merchant. I don't think they even had a name that you guys learned and then there was like one that like Vinky like shuck shake down and a cast finger of death on her I think that was a different one than the one at the pond but the one at the pond he basically he he was he was using illusions and what he was trying to do was he was trying to bait you with a game where he would um, rig the game so you would win the first few times to build up your confidence, and then he wanted to, like, um, raise the stakes as he was, like, losing, and then like, s- basically scam you guys.
1: Oh, oh okay. okay.
0: Outside of that, it wasn't, like, anything. It was just sort of, um, it was a list of encounters from a thing that I had gotten from DM Guild because I sort of, there was a lot of encounters where, like, I would look on them and draw, like, inspiration. So, like, um, I think... I think the Fire goal, like the Meteor Golem, was uh, somewhat inspired by one of the things I saw there. Um, even, I guess Finn's not there for the moment, but even that encounter with the the Vrocks who had stolen the the idol, I think that was also somewhat inspired by something I saw in there. It wasn't one-for-one, one, but there mm-hmm. were quite a few things that were sort of very one-for-one. One. I think there was this one, like, um, wrecked bike or vehicle you guys came across that was pretty much yeah, as written. Yeah. There was the encounter with the two succubus incubus, Jesse and James, as they oh, called them Blasting off. Yeah. That was just from there. And then like that that like, encounter with the, the off on the pool was also just from there. So
1: Um, I did want to mention actually, I it slipped my mind but when you were asking about favorite moments. I think mm-hmm. one of my favorite moments was when Binky and finn got um charmed into fighting us oh, yeah. and just like that oh, whole interaction also just the whole them being jesse and james from pokemon was really funny to me <laughs> um and I'm... they weren't actually but they we were it,
0: it was that. just the name they gave them gave you guys a moment so they're not going to tell you their real name if they
1: don't
2: have to of course Mm-hmm.
1: But that was, a uh, that was, speaking of tense moments, I was, like, trying, I, I yeah, was trying to hard force hard myself to cry to get, like, to try and get Vinky to react yeah. and, like, break her out of the charm. Honestly, I, that's pretty disrespectful, because that would work on me.
0: I, I <laughs> would feel so bad. Like, so, like, I cannot kill Ego.
3: <laughs> God, I could never...
0: The thing about that too is oh. I I had like I had fubbed a bit of that too because I think I think uh succubus's charm you have a ch- you you get to save every time you get hit and mm. I had totally blanked on that too and you guys weren't making your saves because I forgot that was part of the the charm effect right and then right. the fight is like almost over and I was just like oh shit we had like six rounds of this encounter and you guys weren't making saves at all and I was like well okay fine whatever like they don't have to be strictly rules as written succubuses for this instance and like the encounter was just you guys fighting yourselves right so it was like fine in the moment from my perspective but it was definitely like this i i had made a little bit of a mistake and it made the encounter a bit more interesting
1: i think so i mean can you imagine how less of an impact that encounter would have had if if it just it was like oh turns yeah. yeah, like, two turns later, you were like, guys were, like, fine. Mm-hmm. Like, we were scared of you guys turning for m- sessions after that. Yeah, like, you were, you were, were just going to, like, become just, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: possessed by them unannounced. Yeah. To this and day, I mean... I'm apprehensive around
3: any sort of tapestry, picture, <laughs> <laughs> like, any of that. That's going to be a doll for me. And also, body stacking. I will never not love body stacking. Oh, was, oh, yeah.
0: I remember you guys, you you made such a big deal about barricading every door with bodies for that first crypt. That was so funny. <laughs> We're trying that to die.
1: <laughs> also, I wanted to mention uh, when I was in Maui recently, I saw it, some yellow mold and it made me think of something. Oh. <sighs> It's
3: like on a wall and everything. Me of,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. almost our first character death.
3: I yeah. God, never again. Don't <laughs> yeah, yeah and it.
4: then there was that
0: fireball cast on you guys. Oh, we lost Big right Hell. There.
1: Oh. It
3: says he's yeah.
2: not
1: visible. Oh,
0: oh there he went.
1: No, he dropped. will
0: make his way back. But Do so yeah.
1: we want to take like a quick five? Uh,
0: Yeah, sure, let's take a quick five. We're like right, like right at the halfway point. Yeah, sure. The little Thank you. Okay, cool. We're back. So, as I was saying, um, I don't know if anybody else has any any questions about what we've done up to this point that I can answer. So, uh, Haley, you said you might.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll let anyone else go. So, I feel like I'm hogging it. That's
4: okay. What was the question again? I did have
0: one. Do you have questions about what we've done so far? Like what we've the run off
3: is off. back in the dark? <laughs> is this super Yay. creepy, right Oh up. my gosh.
5: <laughs>
0: Are you running off your phone?
5: No, I have a um, like a little portable battery pack that I have oh, okay. <laughs> on
2: Way to go. Dedicated. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. So, bad
0: hold the Okay, so, yeah. Hal's can happening. you hear me? Why? Yeah.
5: Yes. Oh, you can hear me.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, we can yeah, hear yeah. you. Yeah. You can hear us? Cool. Okay, so, Hal, just yep. to sort of let you in. I just want to let everyone have the chance to ask any questions about anything we've done up to this point. I'll answer them if I can. So like we, if there's still more questions people want to ask. I want to, I want you guys to have your opportunities to like ask these questions.
4: So, okay. I thought of one. Okay. If you don't mind. So, me, yeah, no,
2: go um,
4: ahead. Smilers game his yes and no game. Yes. So Ego kept saying no. What, what would have happened if he had answered yes? Okay,
0: so Haley already knows this, and I think Lil' Hell does too. Um, there is a game show called Game Changer, which is done by Dropout. And game the premise of Game Changer is they always do something different for each game, and it's the name Game Changer. So one of the conceits for the game was, as Smiler explained it to you, was you had to figure out what the rule for the game was, and everybody had and then you could get you could basically win, right? But he had rigged the game because the way how the game is structured, which is what they did in this particular episode of Game Changer, is one person could never get a point. They would always lose. He had chose you to always lose. But the problem was, you kept saying the same thing every time, so you could not create any like um, sense to like test on like what was creating the fail states or something. You were just repeating the same thing and i guess to his he was probably getting a little bit frustrated with you too in that moment right but like the premise was like he wanted to make you guys think that like you could figure out how to do it but because he had set the rule up in his mind that the game was you could never win you were never going to win right like he said that everybody had to win at some point or something right so like the game was rigged on
4: you intentionally okay well, he's dead now. So fucking. <laughs> hey, you guys fucking murdered him.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. He just it <laughs> that that was
0: good riddance. That was on my point, very intentionally, like riffing off of that specific episode of Game Changer. Cool.
1: So. Yeah, I remember. I was I... Funny,
0: and I thought it had like mad Fey energy, right? And I just thought it like worked really well in the moment. So.
1: Because I f- I watched it
0: after the fact right after
1: the fact and because i love dropout i Mm watch all their or a lot of their stuff um (laughs) none of their D &D stuff surprisingly but um um,
7: the shakespeare game changer was fucking awesome that was amazing it was really good um
1: (laughs) but i remember like a youtube short of the yes or no game popped up and i was like oh haha i should send this because it's like an easy format in which i can share it with them and hmm. i was like oh john was this your inspiration i think i put it in the damn fools chat and you like privately dm me and you were like yo why would you ruin it for everyone like that and i was like oh shit i'm so sorry and then i <laughs> removed it i don't think i
2: don't think anyone saw it <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was definitely like at the moment because it was still fresh, and I kind of was like a little bit bummed that we didn't get to like play it out to like reveal what the gimmick was to the game, right? But like I, at this moment, I'm just like I would have liked to reuse it if I could have in something, but like eh, whatever. There will be other opp- there will be other things in the future, more fun things to do too, right? So, but that was that was the that was it. Right from the start. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
7: that was a good one.
1: Um, does anyone else have a question before I spam? The question?
0: Well, I mean, go for it. Other people can... Go talk. ahead.
1: Okay. Um, so my question is going into... Knowing that we were going into hell, we hmm. had the opportunity to stop at Candlekeep on the way... Pick up, like on the way Wait. to be sent into hell
0: you did stop at candle keep
1: yes we did yeah. but my question is right around that time was when that candle keep um not module but mysteries yeah. of candle keep yeah that had come out like right around that time and my question is did you throw in the opportunity to go to candle keep or was it
0: no no that was that, that was, was the- part of the module yep
1: 'Cause having that knowledge was really valuable to be able to like have the cast of devils and like, okay, we're yeah, fighting this was, one and it's amazing. That was super
0: intentionally like in here, right? Like there's all that thing about like like this is Silveris in Candle Keep after you oh, guys. Get- that's from- right, we did
1: have that fancy picture, of okay.
0: Yeah. And like I did pick up several resources for Candle Keep. Like I did pick up that the um it's a set of adventures, right? So you can play them one after another. They go like they level up after one another, but they're also like they can be just one-shot adventures. Well, mm-hmm. whatever one of adventures, right? And there was like another one that was um it was on DM's Guild that I picked up. That was a uh, co-written by um Ed Greenwood, who was like he's the um, uh Forgotten Realms is his like ch- child, right? Like he's the one who created in the first place, right? And Keep has, like, a special place in his heart because he's a librarian originally and, like, I think mm-hmm. Keep was, like, always kind of special to him as a consequence. So, like, I picked that up because I thought it was interesting. So I had a lot of, like, stuff to draw on. I think there was, like, a little more few things here and there that I helped augment it, but mostly everything was just what was here in the book. So. Gotcha.
6: Um... This isn't something I have a question. Well, actually I do have a follow-up question. <laughs> but I, I wanna bring up another moment, which was uh the red caps. Oh Fort nice. knucklebone. It was lots of fun.
3: Yeah, um, they were the weren't. whole
6: firework thing. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I really I'm liked so that. I'm glad we got
3: to use the fireworks as much as we did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
6: that's that's a good point too. Um I mean I guess one other thing it just a lot about Fort Knucklebone in general who was mad maggie i guess is like one question who was mad maggie good if you're okay with answering that.
0: okay i think i can give you guys a fair bit of information as far as you guys know you didn't really piss off maggie Uh so she has no real vendetta against you so unless you guys seek her out yourselves I don't think she's necessarily gonna come after you in any means Um, I think this may have been mentioned to you and by Lulu actually but Maggie is a hag she's a night hag which is one of the most powerful types of hags, right Um, she can plane shift that's just a thing she can do Um, night hags are pretty terrible people and she was working out of Avernus, and she was secretly working for Zariel, which is what Lulu mentioned to you, right? Um, uh, her two um, Eric Crocus, uh, Chuck and Clonk, the Raven Eric Krokras, they had actually found Lulu after she got thrown out by Zariel at the very beginning and I think they were the ones who originally started dunking her in the river sticks to wipe her memories, and they gave her to Maggie, and Maggie fucked around with her a little bit, and then I think she ended up with Mahati or somewhere in that timeline. Like, she traded through quite a few hands, right? So she was handled by Mahati for a bit, and then by um, Mad Maggie for a bit, and then eventually she got thrown away after she wasn't very useful anymore, because, you know, she had like lost all her memory. She wasn't functioning very well. And she came into um under the care of the little otter wizard that helped you get into Baldur's Avernus. Whose name is escaping me in the moment. But like yeah, Maggie was, you know, she's a hag. Hags aren't great. But she was basically running a shop. She had a lot of things going. Like, she had a lot of fingers and pockets. And a lot of people she was serving. Like, um, Mahadi um, directly reports to Asmodeus himself, right? He didn't necessarily serve anybody. Like, he wasn't working specifically to help, like, Zariel. But he he had the interests of Asmodeus. First Don't of all. told you not to trust him. Oh, well, Christ. he is a devil. So... There's that blanket. There's that. There's that. You all ate is food.
6: Nah, it was
0: fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know if there's like something more specific you want to like kind of question. Not or... really. I
6: mean, that, I just wanted to like anything kind of. Yeah. You know, more than anything. Um, I guess one other question I have. We there's a mentioning of seven warlords, and I want to say we met like three of them,
0: or maybe you met four of a them. Few of them. So like um. There was Raga Draga. Who was Smiler. the boar-like
6: guy? Smiler, he was yeah. the
0: Werbore, yeah. He was yeah. the Werbore who had a band of wereboars. Um, there was Smiler, who was basically on his own. He had a war band before, but like things had gone bad and he was the only one left around, so he just had his bike. There was Bitter Breath, who uh got roped into working with Hamrick, which you you killed both of those two. Um there was the necromancer who Mahadi had the crush on that you guys yep. found. Uh, Finora. Um.
5: I think that was... What was the uh, bands that we were... They were all, um... What, like, vampires? So they vampires are. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the, the werewolves. I think they, you're talking about the boars. Yeah, the, were, the werewolves. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, those were one of the first guys you ran into. Raga Draga.
6: Yeah, that was the first warlord we ran into but then yeah i think okay. so we so we ran a four or five total then but there's two more
2: so
0: yeah so i think i think one of the last ones you might have had the name specifically was um princess princeps Kovix who had um an armament um the terror incarnate um he was a chain devil oh,
6: okay and
0: he had a he had a bunch of other devils underneath of him and he had a small fleet that he was working with hmm. they were basically um they were just sort of like a legion that had kind of splintered off and gone a little bit rogue so
6: um so i'm guessing the module had random events right
0: uh of some sort some stuff uh not a ton of things to go off of like i mentioned this before But I had downloaded like additional materials. There was, um, there was like something I got off the DM skill, which was just a bunch of encounters, random encounters for Avernus. So, like, a lot of things when I started rolling things to sort of determine by the random, I started looking at that for inspiration. And like, some of them were pretty one for one. Some of them were like, oh, I kind of like this idea and I'll tweak on it.
6: Okay. Mm -hmm. Makes sense.
0: Uh, it was always like uh, it was always a learning process. I was always like trying different things about how encounters work. Sort of like one thing that I sort of I kind of liked at the end was um, based on how well you guys had performed either for moving or for hiding your locations. I um, I sort of had this uh, set where I would roll. Um, at least two dice of a, the same size and if the numbers match that would trigger an encounter. So if you guys like really flubbed your rolls, I could for example roll like 2d4 and if I got the same number on both dice, then it would be an encounter. But like the better you did, the higher I scaled that up. That was sort of like my metric for like determining if you guys hit things or not, which I liked the control of that. Sometimes mm-hmm. I could like do like 3d6 and then if I got like pairs And if I got triples, it would be worse, right? Like, I could do things like that, too, so. Cool. But, yeah, I don't know if anybody else has any questions. You can always interject later, too, if you think of something, too, you want to ask, but...
1: I had one, but I forgot.
0: Oh. (laughs) I, uh, get that.
3: It'll come back to you.
0: Mm
6: Mm-hmm. Um... Not that I can think of right now. I guess is there anything that you wanted
4: to do that we didn't get to do? Anything that I wanted to do. That's a good question. Wow, turn the tables. Hmm. I don't really think so.
0: I mean, there was like some things that like didn't exactly unfold the way I anticipated. Like I was kind of mentioning that encounter with Smiler, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I would have liked that to sort of play out where you guys realized he had rigged the game, but, like, you guys never got to that point because you were very obstinate about the game. <laughs> which, which was funny in its own way, right? Like, it was unexpected. But, like, I, I felt like I got to sort of do, like, a lot of things. There was a lot of things that, I, like, I sprinkled in and I sort of, like, let them happen, right? So, like, like... Finding the silver sword was not in the module.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Surprise. Right. Uh, learning that cliston Herzen had been sold into slavery at Mahati's was yeah. not in the module. Surprise. Believe it or not, right? right. 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 Um, and there had oh, been, yeah. like, you know, a lot of these were, I had seeds of these ideas that germinated over time, but like a lot of the seeds were sort of there at the beginning. So, like, I kind of got to cultivate the ideas and work them in when they felt appropriate, and I'm pretty happy with how I got to sprinkle them in at a good like. It kind of felt like something kind of always like it had a good flow back and forth between what I wanted to interject and then back to the main stuff, right? So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like some of these things may further uh, germinate into something further too, right? So. There is more going on with Haley's character that, as you mentioned last session, maybe something with illithids, right? And I would love that. Yeah, and I question for you: What was your takeaway from that specific encounter, that big pile of skeletons? What did you think was going on? What? How did you read into that?
1: Okay, so Zabulba or Haley, actually. You guys, oh, you, you can us.
0: tell me what your character thinks, but like, I'm curious, like, what you think of that encounter. I will not tell you what exactly it was, so That's I fair. cannot confirm anything. But I, I always <clears throat> be curious, like, how much you guys really like. If you guys really sort of like was thinking about like what was the deal with that like weird floating island in the astral sea that had like a ton of skeletons and that really weird skeleton that started floating around and really fucked with you guys
1: so it's kind of funny i just want to put this out there because i came in to our obs or whatever mm-hmm. before the game started and was like i'm in a fucking weird mood guys like Like, I'm just in a different mind space than I usually am. I don't know what's going on. And you were like, so, like, you shouldn't be, like, a main part of tonight's session? And I was like, um, we'll just see what happens. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and and it ended up being fine, obviously. I, I think it went great. But, um, yeah, it was i didn't really understand what was going on necessarily all i really had to connect the dots is that i knew that she was gaunt and some like a lich lich queen right i i knew that from my own knowledge but um so the skeletons were like the only connection i could make to that that made sense Mm -hmm. and then the astral sea obviously made sense because, like, the descriptions of my first encounter with her match the descriptions of the island we were at. Or, like, a similar setting, not the exact same one, right? But that was really all I had to go off of it, and I didn't know if she was, like, challenging me. It's like, are is she a worthy champion of my powers? Like, if she can't do this, does that mean that we... Yeah, then she loses them I didn't know what the fuck was going on basically at the end of the day I, th- I had some lines I could draw and that was it
2: mm-hmm.
0: well as I said I can't really confirm or deny anything about how you read into that so
1: yeah well there's some info um, for you I,
0: I I I can confirm things you saw firsthand though so like I think one thing because it was so long ago and I I don't mind teasing this little bit of information the floating skeleton was a little bit weird. It had a slightly different skull, and it definitely did a weird thing to one of you guys where it kind of floated over and there was like wisps of some tendrils that wrapped around somebody's head. Oh,
1: that's kind of illithidious.
0: Maybe. Maybe it is.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: So.
2: This is completely oh. irrelevant. And, like, sorry.
3: Completely irrelevant. Josh says that if you go out and look at the moon right next, like almost on top of the moon, you can see a tiny little orangey red dot, and it's Mars, if that's something you want to see. I don't Ooh. know if your moon's out yet. That's cool. My moon was out at like noon today. <laughs> well, he told me to, like, if you can step away for a second, you got to go look. So I'll probably have to go look in a little bit. Okay. Well,
0: i don't know if there's anything else you anybody wants to sort of add on to that but that i don't know sometimes i like put little things in there and i'm sort of like i have a story behind this and i'm sort of wondering how much you guys read into it because i know there's like a lot going on especially when it becomes a combat encounter but i'm always kind of curious like how how much you internalize everything so
6: um (laughs) another
0: question
6: uh what was it i love questions but this this is definitely a number of flip to table one. Is there a, what is what are the most unexpected things that we did for you?
0: If that makes sense. Ego being very obstinate was very unexpected. Um. You being an absolute shit when it came to like the golden idol. Oh. Was, I was not expecting it, but I was very happy to roll with that.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um you guys making a huge deal over the Modron was very unexpected. Like I didn't know what you guys were gonna do, but like the fact that like it became like this big party drama where like you two conspired to kill the Modron and then like Zobalba got very upset over that and like mm-hmm. that was unexpected. <laughs> You guys being very, very mean to Herzen.
6: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, I was very surprised that you offered the regeneration to him.
6: Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I
0: wasn't expecting that.
6: Believe it or and not, I have like, okay, good. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> no. I, that meant a lot to him.
6: Yeah. No, I'm sure. Yeah, that was a, that was a good moment. That yeah, was like one of my. Uh, Biggest feel good moment, I
2: guess,
6: throughout the whole campaign. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. feel good
0: moment. <laughs> also, oh fuck the song! I knew you you're guys working. were going to do something because, like, you you had said, like, you know, Haley was like, "Hey, we could do like a song like this," and then and you're like, "We'll workshop it," as Aiko said, right? And and I was just like, okay, so like Lee is doing a song, and it was fucking. A silly parody of Backstreet. I was just like <laughs> Oh my god.
3: A friend of mine has listened to it multiple times just for the sake of a laugh. He doesn't even follow our game. I was just like, oh. You're gonna love this because he's a DM.
2: God, I this is very
5: What did know. he say about it?
3: Oh, he thought it was adorable. He thought it was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. He was like, That's so clever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was amazing, and that you guys all like worked towards like putting it together and stuff too. That just of course. even you know, Shannon that's a job.
2: Yeah, even, even Shannon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> unbeknownst to her, <laughs> it was really dedicated. What the fuck <laughs> are you
2: doing? What the hell
1: are you doing? Whatever
5: oh, was. Yeah, we yeah. thought that was hilarious though that it got, it got oh, it into the
6: final. Yeah. I remember the first time. Uh, she figured out that Hal was role-playing a sixteen-year-old girl, and her reaction <laughs> from that was hilarious. <laughs>
1: How did she forgot yeah. about that? You gotta, you gotta reenact I, that. You gotta, so you gotta
6: tell well, I that. don't remember exactly like what happened. but I just remember she was like,
2: "What?" <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> it's kind of weird.
6: Me. I know it was very much a. What are you doing?
2: <laughs> it's exactly pretty funny <laughs> in a lot
6: of ways. That's a little creepy. <laughs> it's like you're playing a sixteen-year-old.
1: All right, sure. <laughs> I can see her face, like you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, my God, that was funny. <laughs> it,
5: it happened organically.
2: Yeah, oh, it did,
3: yeah. and that's what counts. No,
5: no we explained well, it to her. She yeah. didn't, still didn't get it, but yeah. i
0: I do want to say like that was definitely a moment when i i was definitely just like this is very real like what we have as a group for me Mm -hmm. right there's been like a lot of moments that like i have just enjoyed but i think that was sort of like the first time you guys gave that to me in the way that like i've been trying to give to you right because like I, I, I remember the first moment when I was just like I delivered it and I was just like, this is hook, line, and sinker. And it was when you guys were having dinner with Ego's family, and then the I revealed the the head of one of the Van Hooper brothers, and then revealed that like your mother had got stolen and there was a doppelganger at your table. And she was like, and these are our demands. And I was just like, everyone's reactions to that, just like even just like I, like, how like you, like, just like stopped eating in the moment and were just like, like, <laughs> that was priceless. And I was just like, this is what makes everything like worth it is like getting to these have moments where it sort of feels it. And that was generally just like when you guys sort of did that song for me, It it, it was very special for me. <laughs> it was amazing just sort of getting that, despite how like. I, I don't have a better word, but it was definitely embarrassing <laughs> on like a level. <laughs> it was just like, oh geez, there is a lot in <laughs> this. And I was just like I'm not used to this much. Like
1: Yeah, all eyes were on you even though we were <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were lipsticking. We were all just like, <laughs> like watching your reaction.
5: Uh, watching your reaction was the fun part.
1: We even re watched it all together uh when we got to Hawaii. So I'm so sorry I forgot to add you back
4: in, Hal.
5: That's all right. Uh, I dropped right I before it. it. Yep. Yep. No, we showed it to Shannon and, and watched it with her. She's cracking up. <laughs> That's <laughs> so cute. Especially when she saw a look on your face when when her line got dropped. <laughs> <laughs> what the? So
0: I don't know. Can we move on to sort of what we want to do going forward then? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So on a very basic thing you guys have characters in motion um yeah there are goals still for some characters that have been carried over from previous things yeah um is there any goals that because like i'll say very upfront you guys have probably two obvious goals i think there is something going on with zebulba's patron and elephants you want to deal with that to some capacity because Zaboba has been told of some very real threats, otherwise. And stead, those are sort of the two main things that I kind of identify as goals for your group going forward. Is there something? Well, and then I guess your marriage is something too. But so, we have sort of those three things, is there something that you would like your characters to sort of would? T- want to touch upon still that you haven't had a chance to do especially now that you're back home
3: well I mean aside from domestic bliss being probably a comedy relief on a regular basis um, I think that we should try to plan our wedding for when the wedding buffs because I, I remember reading that there were like buffs for getting married in game and so we should probably try to plan that around the if well, yes, you, yes, yes, you might list?
0: be thinking of the ceremony spell, which gives you a very small buff for like
3: oh never a mind.
0: while. It's 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 not like useless, right? It, but it, yeah. it's not like incredibly major. It's also like a thing that I think you can only gain the benefits once, as it's written or something. But
3: okay, so I can't get remarried. Mm-hmm. Got
1: it. Hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. You
0: can't gain the benefits of it again.
1: Why can't you remarry each other every day for the rest of your lives? Fair. Every day's
3: our <laughs> anniversary. God, Ego. <laughs> I, could, I could see him being that sentimental.
0: Mm-hmm. But like, it doesn't necessarily have to be something like high level either. It could be something like yeah. a lot more grounded, right? So like, Finn, where do you where does Finn sort of well, where do you see finn being at in the future like what does his future look like like with calista is a family something he wants i would say
6: i haven't really thought about this at all
0: yeah <laughs> but, but like... at
6: the current time i don't think finn would want a family
0: mm-hmm. okay
1: you don't want a little baby fins running around?
6: No, no little baby fins.
1: Setting things on fire, killing animated clocks.
6: Hey. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um.
1: I have a second goal to add whenever... Um...
0: Is it starting up a bakery?
1: It is, but it's also once uh, that... It's kind of a sub-task to mm-hmm. Zabalba's patron issue. She wants to... Now that they're out of hell, she wants to cut the cord she's done with the lich queen <laughs> she has no idea how much trouble she's in but that's that's what she wants to do and you know she, she knows
2: how serious to, it is
0: you want to do something about that that's yeah, fair
1: wants-
0: yeah. um, Ryan what about Stead you don't know how Stead's gonna come back at this point but what is an arc you envision for Stead
1: ryan
7: he's out <laughs> hi hello yes <Yeah>, sorry
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you catch that i
7: uh, know i missed it i'm sorry
0: okay i i was saying um for stead mm-hmm. uh what is the arc you envision you don't know exactly how you're going to come back
7: right like, um what okay. what's the goal for stead um well i said goal, and your goal Stead's goal basically my my goal for Stead is to have him rejoin the party because I I still like the character. I don't think I need to re-roll another character. I think he has great utility and I like the straight man persona, but I do want to shift him just a little bit with this this experience that he's having right now wherever he might be. And then however that affects him, I want to roll that into his character moving forward. Because again, like giving him free reign in an open world that isn't, you know, no. hampered by constant feats of exhaustion and no real latitude. It's like there's a straight path forward in the narrative and there's no other way for us to go. Uh, it's gonna be better, I think. And also given what all the other characters want they're doing, like I want him to be able to interact with them better because there, there hasn't been a lot of character building really for him. It's just been a lot of Keep people alive as best you can and that's it
2: okay
0: yeah i will say finding stead again mm-hmm. i don't know if cost is the right way of saying it but there is going to be a cost to what stead did and so Perfect. like you yeah. guys will find stead in the way that you find him whenever you do um i do think that's so like I guess we should just to make sure everyone's on the same page. Ryan is good to come back as soon as possible, so I don't think it's unreasonable to say that I don't mind you guys prioritizing that and you devote all of next session to doing that, and then Ryan can come back the session after that if that's fine with everybody.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll I can make sense. I do
0: all I can on my part to sort of help that happen, right? But. Oh, I see Haley behind you. Yep. <laughs> um, Hi,
3: Haley.
4: Hi. She's petting Luna. We're showing cats. As, As that
0: cats. a goal for the party going forward? Do you guys know how you want to do this?
3: How do you want to do it? No, like, I like, like it when it's organic. So I figured I would just ride the wave of wherever yeah. anybody else starts. Frankly because other people have more dynamic storylines to follow. Like, yeah, yeah I want to get married.
2: Yeah, I would love my no, no, happily no, no, ever after. Oh, totally I totally to misunderstood
3: spread. the question. Yes. No. <laughs>
2: Sorry. If
1: you
0: guys so can hear me.
1: Behind me. Thank you. Yeah, we can hear you. Um, I think we should probably use some cleric spell. Or not cleric. Um, Some... Like scrying or something like that, if anyone has a response Because <laughs> that was Stead's function. Yeah. Hmm. I miss Stead. Do you have any way of contacting? Weedies people self. Where like. Ego
0: has tried work? sending a sending spell to Stead, but from what Ego has, Ego hasn't gotten an answer back from it. Which you're not sure. ...why that's the case. Um, I will say, sort of, with the way how it's gonna go... Um, ...and you probably talked to Raven a little bit on your way... ...out, because it's a few days' trip down the Jonathan River... ...he wants to throw, like... ...he wants to do something formally to acknowledge what you guys done for both the cities. That is not going to happen. Give me
1: money! Right
0: that's not going to happen right away. And he might be able to offer some assistances. Um, it's not unreasonable that like you might be able to go visit a temple to Shantia and ask a more higher ranking cleric. Oh my god,
1: pool. that's such a good idea.
3: Yeah, I didn't even think about going to a temple of Shantia herself.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, I was actually going to talk about maybe talking to Gaedlin in some way. Is
0: it, she's uh, like. Gaedlin a... is. She is the head priest of.
2: You um, should uh, just go check in on her and just like. Yeah. Is, uh, it's, a,
0: it's a larger temple, but it's still modest and humble. It's devoted to Elmenter, who right. is part of the triad, which your god is part of. But Elmenter is like the the god
5: of uh, suffering and martyrs got it. So, th- is there no um, is that the only temple in Baldur's Gate? there are
0: many temples um, no. there's many major temples so you know what um, hey, give me a second uh, I will move you guys uh, so anyone who's in roll 20 I have moved you to a very thorough map of Baldur's Gate it's the most thorough map I have um it has a lot of locations listed there. There is a lot of major shrines and like very prolific shrines. There is at l- or temples. There is at least minor shrines to every deity represented in there. At least every socially acceptable deity.
1: I miss this map so much. I didn't realize how much I missed it until I was back. It's
0: nostalgic looking at it again, right? Oh my
1: god, it so- is. Fellow fireworks, Harbury's bakery.
0: Yeah, I didn't make any of those oh, go up. back to
1: the bakery mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, you can see that there's the shrine of suffering here. So it is you could go seek another shrine of a goodly God. Um, I don't believe there is a major shrine devoted to shantia here. That doesn't mean you couldn't go to a minor shrine or that doesn't mean you you could also seek out a major shrine nearby.
1: Aren't there a bunch of little shrines in Norchapel or something?
0: Um, as you get to the Twin Songs over here, before the Worm Worms Crossing, I believe there's a whole street that's just full of little ma- minor shrines. That, that's, that's where we mentioned Sunes. Yeah, is. yeah.
1: So, yeah. Like, and the, there was that handsome orc.
0: Um, or something, I believe. Yeah, he was the guy devoted to Sean Tsune. So there's a, advantages to either option. One's close by, the other one would have someone more vulnerable. So that's your call. If you guys make a trip out to town, we would probably resolve that pretty quickly compared to like some of the, like it would be similar to like what we do. Right. Um, it wouldn't. Like it wouldn't be like necessarily a big extravagant deal that you're going you know a couple days travel to some place so those are two choices you can do um if you have a different idea that you guys want to go about it you can i just sort of want to make it as easily and painless friction just to sort of bring ryan back as quickly as we can so but like ultimately you guys are the ones dictating the pace. So, if you want to make Ryan sit for a bit longer, you guys can.
7: But I'm fine to sit. I don't care.
0: <laughs> but I do I do want to be you guys I I will do all I can if you guys really want to like push it that Ryan will be back the session after next week's.
2: Got it? Yes. And, good.
0: and yeah, I think, I think once you find out where he is, it should be easier to get to him than, you know, not knowing where he is, so.
2: Okay, um,
0: now, I guess sort of, that's sort of the most immediate goal. As we're going forward, I'm probably going to throw more curveballs at you guys, because that's sort of what I've been doing as we're going on. And I sort of just... So, Vinky, I sort of teased you about this a little bit last time we were talking, but, you know, you sold some memories to a hag a little while ago. And you know those weren't good memories.
3: I feel like you just keep bringing this up.
0: Well, the thing is, you had loose... You had very simple brushstrokes for the backstory. Yeah, I did. Are i you... had to like flesh
3: it out for those memories, I remember, at least a there little was bit There
0: yes. Now, I'm always going to fill in more brushstrokes, but I'm wondering how comfortable you are if I start filling in a lot of brushstrokes about your memories, especially think... because we're in this opportunity that you sold them. You don't know what they are. They could be anything. You just know Neat they were cool. bad.
2: Hmm?
3: Neat and cool. Love that. Okay. The inside of the so Josh walks right now. Right, this is totally relevant. Um, the inside of the soda froze. Like oh. there was ice on the cap of my soda from him walking with it.
0: <laughs> That's funny. It's too cold. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: Negative one F. Yeah.
0: I just to be clear. I'm never going to push it into something that I think will be super uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm I know you won't traumatize me, but yeah. I think
3: that you can definitely test your boundaries a little bit just for the sake of mm-hmm. fleshing out the character. Like, yeah. they're dark memories. Let it be dark.
2: Okay.
0: And you know, some things may come of it that you will have no basis on because you've sold those memories. So, I and think we're at an int- I've interesting opportunity. Yeah, I think it's an interesting opportunity to take. So... I just sort I of i feel i should check in on that that i'm not like doing too much offership of your character with no, inserting no. more backstory i think um, it'll be really
3: interesting and dynamic
0: yeah some of you have friends and family how oh, yeah. comfortable are you about them getting into bad situations you have Callista, you have your family ego you have other friends that you picked up at this point herzen isn't in the city but like if you had to sort of put on a scale where like you it would be absolutely not it would be uncomfortable but in a good way or you're totally fine with bad things happening to them in some means this doesn't necessarily mean like death but like Baldur's gate's not a great place you've already seen firsthand sort of some things that have happened to ego's mother in this instant where she got abducted How comfortable are you about more stuff like that happening going forward?
3: I'd love to see your character (laughs) suffer personally. (laughs)
2: Wow. Let's do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah,
1: I think Zabalba's fine. Or not Zabalba. I think Haley is fine with Zabalba's dad being in a rough situation. Mm -hmm. Zabalba's dad, not Haley's dad. John, don't go to Hawaii and attack my dad, please.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I guess we're going to get a chance to flesh him out some more, too, because we haven't really talked or seen him up to this point either. No, We're probably going to see him for the first time.
1: He's an air genasi named Gustin. Huh. What? ever oh yeah
0: he runs a tavern
1: yeah yeah i don't even think he has a name
0: there's a lot of just taverns that are basically nameless in boulderscape especially in the lower city um but yeah so that's you know that's always something you can stew about but it's sort of something i want you guys to think about right because like you know in the past i kind of just threw that situation at lee and i don't think i crossed any lines with how everything went but i i want to check in more about things that i want to do because you know i know sometimes like i've been in when i've sort of like tried to jump into some situations there is sort of like especially when it sort of comes to like you know family and parents and stuff you know it's like i don't want this to turn into a story about like my parents dying kind of thing right so there, it's always fine to sort of have sort of like a line of sort of what's acceptable and what's sort of like a good tense tension too so
6: um uh, yeah it was, i was i'm okay with cuz uh, i have i have a family too
0: mm-hmm. and i
6: wouldn't mind them being
0: uh, more prominent at some point hmm? more prominent
6: Yeah, i wouldn't mind them like seeing them at some point is what i guess i'm getting mm-hmm. at yeah. Um, so i'm pretty I'm pretty much okay with any messing with my backstory <laughs> are so, they, do they live in Boulder skate there are nomads okay that's the thing I, I I can send you some details
0: sure Yeah, because like um you know sort of like how how it kind of grew right like I imagine like Callista in the past has sort of had like moments where she's disappeared because of work for a while and then she comes back right? And mm-hmm. that's probably been like your relationship for a bit. And I guess that's sort of up to you about how Finn has felt about that. And yeah. this is the first time she's you've gotten an explanation to why that was mm-hmm. because she's secretly a harper spy. Yeah.
2: So huh. Huh. okay. Huh. Uh,
0: Okay, so I don't think this is telling too much, but potentially the thing about Mind Flares could be a big deal. So if we kind of consider that as like the big thing kind of going forward, what would you be happy if, happiest about it sort of being like, the theme and structure of it going forward. Because there's a lot of ways we could go about it. It could be just straight up mystery and investigation. It could be more like um, straightforward than that. It'll probably not be completely just one thing, but I'm sort of curious about like, if we could ascribe the genre to it, like what would you guys be sort of happiest going forward with? Because, you know, also to the strength of your characters, like if I, as an example, which I don't think it would necessarily work great for your characters, but like if I was like hard rule, no, this is a mystery. You have to like investigate and start taking clues and notes and like coming up with conjectures and theories. I don't think that would work well for your characters at all. And Bob I don't,
1: would hate that.
0: I yeah, and that's very fair right like and i i don't think that would be playing necessarily the strengths of your characters either but like how would you want to go about trying to tackle this potentially hidden threat in skate i mean if we're
3: going to treat it like a mystery um we're already pretty I'm comfortable one thing it
0: doesn't have to be a mystery that was like an example that's
3: Okay, I want to rephrase. If we're going to do it, I would be comfortable if we wanted to treat it like a mystery because we already do that in other games and I think we work really well trying to decipher clues and stuff together.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's always probably going to be a mix of things. It's never going to be clear-cut just like one thing, but like what you guys would want to lean into. Because if you guys... on like another end of the spectrum, it could be turning into sort of like... Bashing down doors and like storming dungeons and finding your answers in there—that is a potential way we could go about this too. Again, I don't think that is like super it, but I'm always kind of curious like what you guys are happiest doing, right? Because this is going to be a lot of self-directed on your part. I have high-end goals, but I don't have a structure like I did with this, with what we just finished with Descent of Verna. Yeah. So. Again, this isn't something you have to like answer in fully right now, but like maybe a little bit of conversation here and thinking about it going forward, because this is going to be what we're doing going forward. There's obviously going to be opportunities to do other things, too. It's not going to be just everything. I want to let everybody have opportunities to do their own things, but.
3: I just don't know what exactly to like suggest. I kind of like it when it's guided a little bit.
1: Not I think
3: making that decision.
1: Yeah, I think like maybe
2: like I, clear Mhm.
0: Like clear signposts, clear clues. I guess you're gonna yeah.
1: know. I, I think like let us try and figure it out at first, mm-hmm. and then much like an escape yeah. room you know, guidance counselor, you know, if you notice that we're spending too long in an area that we shouldn't, be like,
2: yeah.
1: you know it.
2: Yeah. There's a
6: door!
1: There's a door there! <laughs> well, wow, there's a lock and you have a key! You should use that, bro! Like, Yeah, just a yeah. subtle reminder mm-hmm. to keep us on track.
0: Yeah. Like, like I was saying, right, like, I will be figuring this as we go. I just sort of want to start the conversation, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Because, like, this is not going to be the same thing as what we just did avernus had a very different feel even though you guys injected a lot of levity with yourselves it was you know pretty dire at times right like you came across slave trading uh there was almost everybody died at least right (laughs) um i think the only person who didn't actually die was vinky
2: with Stead's fate ultimately
0: unknown, right? But like everybody had a deaf or near-deaf experience at some point in that encounter. It was mentally taxing your characters. You guys were always in situations where like you were never comfortable. There was exhaustion was always like a heavy threat.
2: The environment
0: was miserable. Danger was around you in all sense and like the environment was supernatural. Like one thing you you guys never really got exposed to but there was like from the fighting and mass killing of demons there was pools of demon ichor and I think this was said to you in a little bit there but like exposure to demon ichor can permanently mutate a body in like horrific ways like turn them into tentacles or pingers or like your eye falls out on a stalk like some of the consequences of exposure to demonicker were not nice uh-huh. and I never wanted to like force that on your characters but like there was a lot of threats in Hell, and you guys are back in the real world and Baldur's Gate's not great it's a pretty there's a lot of corruption in the city there's some good people, older's not older's not too bad but like there's a lot of people in the Flaming Fist who aren't really that super great, Captain Sodge who was the guys who first contacted you
1: he nothing wrong was, with that guy he was an evil character yeah.
0: he was very corrupt he was self-serving he wanted to sort of put himself in a position of power and he saw an opportunity and was trying to take it and then um captain porter came in and smacked him down and it was like none of that you're not the boss i'm the boss now so but yeah just Yeah, as I said, sort of starting the conversation about what's going forward. It's probably going to be a mix of a lot of things. And like, if we do do sort of like, dungeons again. You know, how big is like, a good size? Like, of the dungeons we did in Descent into Avernus, what were like, the good size ones? The sweet spots? Oh, that's. They weren't to too know. big, they weren't too small.
1: I actually because. really like the bathhouse. That's was not, that was yeah, yeah. The, the bathhouse was
2: the about perfect. Okay.
1: Because I felt like that took several sessions to complete, but it never felt like too stale. It wasn't yeah. like we were just repeating the same things. Not forever. Battle. I, I thought that was actually surprisingly good, and getting into it was kind of a challenge too. We had to come back at like a certain time. Finn almost died. No.
2: Yeah. No. No. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, I, I don't know him, why. Like, snuck we, in through like, window, chucked him in or something. Oh yeah, the, the rogues hiding on the other side, and then they were just like tried to murk him.
6: Yeah, that was easier. Our best plan.
2: Yeah.
0: God, what? Like you guys being like, "Oh, this plan is so brilliant," and I'm just like, "There's a bunch of fucking rogues just hiding in this room, and he's gonna flop and fall down in front of them." And I'm just like, "No, I, I can't it's tell." what meeting, I, I didn't know that.
1: If that was animated or something, I'd just be like, "Yeah, yeah, we got this.
6: This is great. This is perfect." <laughs> falls and then
1: falls in, and then it's just like, "Oh, it was a little ungraceful, but it's fine." Looks up,
2: Rogues everywhere. Yeah, it
6: would not be good. That'd be real bad.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that was the sweet spot because I don't know. It was, some of the other the dungeons we did really in um... oh I hated the flesh one but in a good way.
6: Oh, you mean you hated the flesh one because it was fleshy? Yeah, it was
1: fleshy. Yeah, it was also kind of fun because of the of flesh, the flesh. Yeah, but it was
6: it was thought You didn't actually hate it; It was more just the fact that it was disgusting.
1: So it was just uncomfortable, it was but it was awful, but it was awfully good. You know, I
0: think I think that one was a bit of the longer one. It was. Um, also, the bathhouse had a
1: lot of tension through a low level, and we yeah. were dying all the time. And yeah, we
0: did There was just also some things that just sort of felt like, why is this in a dungeon for like level two characters? Like somebody fireball, could kill fireball or like the mold trap? That was like pretty rough. I was just <sighs> like, geez, this could kill a lot of level two characters.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right it was off- rough. That.
3: It sucked. I hated it, thank you. Oh,
0: but
4: we I'm apprehensive
3: around mold in real life.
4: I like the crypt of the <laughs> Hellriders.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was okay. that one was like not a bad size either.
3: Even the, the citadel. turned
0: into a cave bear. That was good.
3: The nasty, nasty, it's nasty citadel.
0: Yeah, so you didn't die to the mummies? Mm-hmm.
1: That was yeah. cute. What? <laughs> I have a funny note about I don't think that. I
3: was there for that. It's probably of the greatest
0: thing. Did any of them feel like slogs? I think, I think we were just really saying that was saying Which one? The, the, the mansion. Oh, the mansion. Yeah. That one was really big. big. It took a while. It was thing. big. And there wasn't like a lot of in. there wasn't like a, a lot of combat encounters. It was like a lot of like checking rooms and stuff because the combat was like pretty sparse
1: well and then the rooms kept like changing every time we went in the door i had fun
0: with that i like that Mm -hmm. personally
1: yeah well that was interesting i
0: I definitely there's a lot of things i would tweak about that going forward i probably would shrink it a lot more based on what i did i think i would try to sort of contain a lot of the same things i still had but just condense it more because there's definitely like a lot of where you guys were just sort of it was a learning experience it was early on so
1: Um, uh, we might have covered this at the one year anniversary but in the mansion when we had the dinner and there were all of uh, the people that were important to us were those people actually alive or were they just concepts of our imagination like was ginger alive at that time
0: those were not real
1: constructs not concepts but yeah
0: well they they were like constructs of your mind they were built based on how you were feeling so it wasn't real it was it was feeding off of like your memories and your feelings
2: okay
1: gotcha. i was just curious if like she was actually a. oh was ginger in there Yeah, you don't have to answer that. That's
0: good. Your understanding is Ginger disappeared into the mansion. Yeah, and that's all she. And you have been given an answer. I.
2: I just thought she's dead.
0: Yeah, somebody has told you that she is dead. I think it was um, I think Shantia did it through Stud. Yes. That they 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 gave you a hard yes that like she is gone.
1: Yeah, it was through a spell. Uh, Maybe convincing. we should find the mansion again.
6: Oh, right. It did disappear, didn't it?
1: And see if we can find her corpse or something.
0: Is that something you guys would want to return to?
1: I think Zabal would be interested, but...
0: If the opportunity presented itself, you'd be interested?
1: Yeah. Oh, but I don't know about everybody else, but I'm just trying Over. to, like... Not like I'm... Well, standards are low. Let's find shit to do, but, like... I think that would be cool to go out and look for it because we don't know where the fuck it went like and at the time when it disappeared we were level five I think so like You're we moral. had, yeah. we had no way of level. tracking it but we actually do kind of now if we wanted to we could probably figure out where it is based on stead spell list alone
0: you have more capacities to do things and
1: also like plane shift now
0: that's true. And like, you guys have contacts. You have, I don't know, like, you guys can always ask people that you have met. So, like, Severus, you met her. And I'm pretty sure she's delighted that you guys succeeded. And she, going forward, you might not necessarily be able to get into Candle Keep on your own without a tome, because those are the rules. But, you know, I don't know, maybe she might come to you if you convince her otherwise, or maybe you could go visit Candlekeep again if you really want to get into that.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: keep in mind, that's always a possibility. And,
1: right. you know, I'll there's other people. <laughs> Sorry. Um, there,
0: there were other people you met at Candlekeep, too. There was the Githraise, who was one of her peers you talked to her about a little bit
1: yeah I have her name written down
0: somewhere and I think you had meant to ask her more questions in the moment but you didn't too back then
2: mm-hmm.
0: about things that are you know more in the open now but but you have more clot, clout now you're you're rubbing shoulders of Ulder, who is the high duke of Baldur's Gate so right. you know you okay. might have more access to more wizards around here you you know of um, Rivelon Blackhand of the Sorcerer's Sundries, but I'm pretty sure there is at least one other tower that has a somewhat esteemed mage in Baldur's Gate.
1: Another question. Yes? What the fuck was up with that guy and why was he staring at Zabalba?
0: I cannot tell you that. That God has not
2: resolved.
1: She's going- I think I did say in that session, or sometime after, that she was gonna go back there when we got back from hell, and she was gonna give him the business, like, what the fuck is your problem? She's still upset. I'm still he upset. He was
2: mute,
4: if I recall correctly.
1: Oh god. He's a disability. That's upsetting. <laughs>
4: okay. I'm, not, I'm not allowed in there.
1: Well, I I don't That's mean, true. like- it's upsetting that she was being so mean to him, and it's because she has a disability. I feel bad now. It's upsetting to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it doesn't make that any better. Doesn't <laughs> make Yeah, you're right. right.
5: So, so we might have to change our our name now. We're not the damn fools anymore. I, I was thinking it's still fine. Okay. Well,
6: what about just fucking fools? You know. Well, just, we're uh, still a we, bunch
3: of damn fools. So we're we do not. Get
5: we succeeded, succeeded though. Successful kidding. fools.
3: We earned our name. Uh, I want
5: to say we're the glorious fools.
3: Ha! Ah. For glory. <laughs> I do like that.
5: I do like
2: that.
6: <laughs> the glorious fools for glory.
1: Kind of like inglorious bastards, but mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> the, inglorious the inglorious
6: fools. fools.
1: <laughs> but we are glorious, right? So we, we can't be inglorious.
2: At least a few of you.
6: Yeah, a few of us are. Me and Rhea. That's it. No
1: I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, I I think it's just Rhea. Yeah, no It's definitely just
6: Rhea. That's more of us Instead,
1: maybe he did sacrifice himself. Yeah, that's a good
0: point. Oh, I guess another thing I'd like to ask. So if Raven asks of what you would prefer as a reward, either as a group or individually, where do people lean? I know Zabalba talked about a bakery. That could be something you ask for. But, like, is monetary value something people would want?
6: I, I mean, I'm going to go with classic here, but I wouldn't mind having some form of living space for all of us.
1: Bakery
5: with Baker, bakery living
1: house. space upstairs. Yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah. We could have our own guild.
1: Okay, I I've always wanted... To use, like, the pages of the DM's guide or whatever that are, like, opening a business, and I've always wanted to, to do if, that. If
0: you want to do that, we can.
1: I just think that'd be so fun. It's not very d and d it's more like my crafting no, farm I simulator games coming into D&D, but...
0: I mean, we're not gonna get too crazy in depth about like specific mechanics, but if you if you want to sort of have this as one of your plates you're spinning, trying to run a sort of business, things may come about it. Um, you know, business can be quite cutthroat and bouldersgate depending on things. You've had um, some things where you've seen other businesses struggle, such as um, it was not the Fair Bakery. It was the was it the Fair Breeze?
1: Barbie
2: Baker
1: To be fair though we'll have my
2: uh, in- laws to fall back on to be well fair. I was going
4: to say like one thing that I think ego would like to do like his main focus is the wedding now right and and maybe sort of turning uh, legitimate as far as his family's business interests go. Um, but he's got it in his heart um, to like form some sort of foundation and become like an angel investor. Um, thinking of Zabalba's um, desire to open a bakery. And like he would love to be able to to support her in that. Mm-hmm. I
3: would love to if be a part helped. of that, too. So That's my best good friend, Zabalba.
4: second
0: thing is, uh, follow up on that, the first thing is from before. Um, there was a restaurant you guys visited a few times, The Smiling Boar. It was run by a halfling woman who was the victim of a serial killer who was like leaving bodies behind her shop and you guys said you'd look into it and you never did <laughs> oh,
2: that's right. that was oh,
0: that God. was a thing you guys left hanging we that tried never you didn't really try you... <laughs> we almost got murdered by the murdered killer me. i think you don't know that was the killer we don't um, a good point um anyways I, ju- I just sort of want to say like you've seen like some of the stuff that can happen to businesses in Boulder skate so the sort of just to you know so like stuff may happen and we'll play on that in some way right so um, and the second point back to sort of what ego was saying um, if you go to your father do you do you want to be like I want to help run
4: the business? Like, yeah, I think he feels person... I think he feels he needs to. I mean he's he's, he's got
3: matured. a wedding coming up. He's got he's got uh, okay. yeah a family to Are plan you... for.
4: Yeah, right Are you prepared
0: if he tells you just flat out no?
4: Yeah, I mean whatever. Okay, um, yeah. Okay.
0: I'm not saying that's what it's gonna be. I was just like wondering like if if I say no
4: to that. Yeah, I'm prepared for whatever. Or I mean more specifically, I do want our
3: business though. Like I still regardless of what your father says I would love to have the bakery and everything. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, but like uh, I'm more than happy sort of like, you know, plopping down a little thing for where you guys set up a bakery with I guess your apartments on top of it. And like if you guys, if that's sort of what you want to sort of really lean into as your reward for what you have done for Ul'der and Elturel, I I think there's probably going to be still a little bit left over as far as like even just a little bit of extra monetary value too, which can go for towards things. We'll probably visit that after we get backstead, because like I said at uh, earlier on. He has a lot of stuff he has to sort of handle first before he can sort of get to the formalities of, like, thanking everybody. So there might be, like, you know, some little ceremony or, like, a, a dinner in your celebration. So...
1: That'd be cool. Oh, Zabalba so needs to buy a non-peasant dress because her peasant dress is currently on Ego.
3: Honestly, <laughs> I just need a wardrobe. And Lord knows Ego does.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, Bless and your heart. I guess also... You guys were talking about it a lot way back, I think even before we started airing, but like, you know, you could maybe take your extra soul coins to a wizard and see if they're interested in them. I
3: like, would definitely everyone. like to. Well, I mean, we have little little things here and there that we could probably get rid of with some people.
2: Yeah.
0: there There's a lot of ways to liquidate assets in Baldur's Gate.
1: I'm just gonna and... post the inventory tracker just so everyone knows how much random shit we have. <laughs>
5: <laughs> forever.
1: We still have alchemist fire. like That's useless at this level.
0: I mean, you can still use it to set things on fire. And surprise, yeah. you're no longer in hell. You're actually in a city with wooden buildings.
3: No shit. It might come in handy to start a fire. We didn't start
0: I mean, people did it to you.
3: That's true. They did. <sighs> My oh. poor apartment.
0: Man, when I... When you were like harassing, oh, what is his name? I have to remember it. The guy whose head got cut off, the the third brother. When, when you were like harassing man? him, and you were like, "What was the deal about those seagulls?" And he's like, "You mean the imps? There are imps." And you were just like, "Oh my god!" Because <laughs> he's 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 the one who had the imps set your apartment on fire. Right, yeah, Thirstwell? Thirstwell. Yes,
2: Thirstwell. What a you, dick.
0: You guys were like, You gave him the Squidward voice, and I was like, I guess that was so long ago. I just remember you guys like posting Squidward gifts after he was done
2: talking. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
6: <laughs> Silly Stupid, Bunch?
4: Yeah, always. Do you intend to change the name of the campaign going forward? Or will we still call it Descent into Avernus?
0: I think we can change the name We can keep the session number, but we could change it to like Baldur's Gate, the Down Fools
2: Something the damn fools, like
3: Baldur's Gate edition. Yeah, absolutely. The damn fools take Baldur's Gate.
2: I don't <laughs> have like. I don't have like you a do Baldur's Baldur's Gate, Gate, right? no, We do it. Just, we're <laughs> doing it. We're just we're
6: doing we're it just real a hard. Entire Baldur's
3: Gate. Everyone. <laughs> Stop <in>. it. <laughs> You're grounded.
0: <laughs> Are you Before,
1: oh, sorry. Let's just...
0: let's let's call it this: Baldur's Gate Eldritch Secrets
3: oh, oh. secrets Spicy, yeah. spicy you can just change it every
6: every single time or different so bges like
2: S- 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 for short
3: bg
1: like the bees B-G. um i just want to make sure that i'm not running away with the bakery idea and no. everyone else is I on love board it. with it as well
4: Absolutely. I've
3: always
1: wanted to run I've a business, and
6: you know, I'm down and down with I don't want to go like super deep into it, but
7: Sted literally it. knows how to bake bread.
1: I know. Yeah. I was thinking like Sted is literally a baker, so like he could help with it, Stead and would then Zivova can make like the sweet stuff because she that's what Ginger primarily worked on, so.
3: I mean, okay. Vink is always here to learn a new skill, especially since I have no recollection of my childhood memories and nothing that I'm coming back to outside of the kindness of other people.
5: Okay. So I mean, I don't, I don't know how much Ray is going to be into that. Just FYI, she's, she probably <laughs> wants to do more like good. She with, needs like, somewhere to
3: crash
1: from.
5: That's and, really and what we is. can I donate
1: wanna. some rolls to a homeless shelter or something. Calm down. <laughs> uh, she wants
5: to be more like a. You know, delve more into the world of being a paladin in some way, like mm-hmm. outside a shrine or, or. I think we're gonna
3: have to do a little you know. bit of everything. These are all anyway. things
0: you guys can can delve into, right? So, like I said, you don't have to cement your goals now. I just want to start the conversation and start thinking about them because you know, you guys have freedom, which you did not have up to this moment. So you guys weird. had a goal that was hanging over your head, and the consequences were dire there are going to be dire consequences for some of the things coming up but you do not have the same structure that was in place for <clears throat> Centennial Invernus I will say I do not expect us to be finished anytime soon this could this will probably go on for another year
2: yeah Yay. I expect.
0: so we're not saying goodbye to these characters soon I don't want to rush this I want to give everyone the opportunity to to do what they want to do to sort of have more moments to finish up any threads i want us to be either everything feels spectacular in a terrible tbk and it's memorable for that or we finish this and we get to be happy with how our
5: characters ended so
0: i those love are it so
5: so what i want to get to yes so ray ray turns 17 oh
3: oh my
6: god
0: <laughs> it it may be a few months i mean you guys spent three months in hell. It is the new yeah. year. That's how long she we were in hell. In three a months, long. you guys. That's <laughs>
6: something else, actually. per <laughs> year. Yes? If we have the capacity to, at one point, I wouldn't mind doing, like, a time skip.
0: Well, yeah, that might be something that comes up.
6: Yeah. So, that, that might be kind of cool, just to kind of do it
0: and just kind of, I don't know, mm-hmm.
6: have something to do during that time or, like, you know, figure it out, I guess, but...
0: Yeah, like... I am definitely like, I have, I have points. I don't have the string, I guess. Yeah. So I will be building the tracks as we go. I do not have the tracks laid out yet, I yeah. guess, to, for that metaphor. So like, I, I, I was thinking something along the same lines that when it makes sense, give a little bit of opportunity to sort of let things pass. When you guys sort of have done something that's lets that sort of happen organically, I'm more than fine with being like, it's half a year later. Where are we at? Or so on. So we'll see how it comes out, I guess. Right. Again, that's not something we could really do when we were in hell. So, but I, I, I wanna, I wanna everyone to be sort of happy with how everything ends. Or to be a TBK, so that, that's <laughs> yeah, always a one or the other. Yep. But um, and I guess I guess when we do finish this, however that happens, I have been thinking about the campaign too. That's always sort of something in the back of my mind, and like we'll talk more about that as we get closer. But like you know, along the lines of the. Um, you opening up a bakery. I do imagine everybody would be sort of focused around... Well, it would be a modern campaign, I guess, because I don't know how much this has been said on air, recorded. But, like, we'd be playing in a more modernistic campaign, the setting of my own design. You guys would be living in... a little bit better of a slums. And I kind of want you guys to have a a building that's sort of your own. I imagine, like, it's part apartment, has, like, a business, underneath of it and you guys would be all sort of connected to that and I kind of want to have that sort of be the basis of where you guys are working
6: would it be like a modern fantasy or would it be like modern modern
0: it would be a little bit more in the future than when we are now there is magic but there is magic so magic isn't commonplace magic is thought of as it's magic it's not real
6: but it's but it is a thing. It is a thing. Okay.
0: I think I think a good way to sort of, it's kind of like, in Persona, when the protagonists find out they can do Persona stuff. Yeah.
6: Yeah. No, okay. Another world. It's where no one thinks it's a thing, but it's a thing. Yeah. 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 I
0: and that. like, um, like Harry of, Potter. Thing, well, yeah. and also the way how this Persona is a good example too, because the way how I envision it. And i've sort of been working in is there is going to be another side to the world where your magic is going to work but when you come back to our side of the world uh, your magic's not going to work see. It, okay. it's something i want you guys to know because i think that heavily impacts character decisions because anyone who's heavily invested in magic will at least for the beginning not have a lot of that when they're in the real world so just just to sort of let ideas think and brew, sort of, as we're coming into it. Um, but, like, you know, you can start thinking about, like, what kind of character you'd want to play in a modern setting. I do have, like, a few unique races to my setting. I've shown them off and on at several times. But there's a humanoid. There's a human race. There is the cousin human race, which is, like, they're a little bit more furry. They have, like, horns, antlers, and stuff. And then there is a little bit there's like a robotic race called the sliff there is a lizard people and then there is like a small kind of fuzzy goblin-esque race kind of bat-like squirrel-like whatever fits men million of some sort but but that's what we'd have to be working with and i'm i probably would be open to most subclasses as long as i i can work them in I'm not too married on any hard concepts yet, so, and it's definitely something that we be fleshing out more as we explore it. So, okay, but just to sort of let the things start thinking because, you know, I don't a TPK could happen at any time, and <laughs> I don't want it to, but like it's sort of good to sort of think about things, and you know, we will get there eventually. We are three years into this campaign now, so time has a way of moving forward crazy but yeah oh uh,
5: three years
6: <laughs> i know it's kind of
0: crazy oh
6: uh, we're finally done <laughs> finally happened <laughs> at least with that campaign we've done this yeah <laughs> done with that <laughs> done with that it's just wow kind of crazy well because i know i know multiple other people who like would have finished that campaign and like less
2: than a year yeah,
3: yeah. i can't imagine you so said just, one more year and i'm like it's never one more for us so i think you've doomed yourself
6: yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, we, I, there's never been a single time where we I thought s- where we said something was going to take a session and it only took a
0: session yeah, yeah. i'm just using that loosely like i just oh, want I, to let, I want i want it to sort of happen as it happens so yeah 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 and i'm in no rush to jumping to the next campaign so and i mean like I mean I have no idea what D&D is going to look like in the next year or two. So there's that too. Just to, I don't want to get too heavily into like the whole OGL Kerfunkle, with wizards but no fuck Hasbro. So no shit.
5: No on that point. What about what about t- uh what is it? Tailspire? Oh yeah, I guess I can talk on that. Um
0: I think I think big Hal, you're you missed out on this, but before I was saying uh, Hero Forge is a site where you can make minis. Um, everybody can send me basically like a, a code of any mini they design. I think I might have a few more features, such as colors. Like I can I can do custom color palettes, so I can touch up any mini you make in there. But I have a subscription to Hero Spire, so I can just I get a bunch of credits each month that I can use to import custom minis into Tailspire. and I. I've already started banking up those things so that I can create custom minis and we can start using Tailspire as a virtual tabletop for not always. It's gonna to be to complement roll 20, because like sometimes it's a lot of work to make environments, but I think Tailspire is cool and it's not gonna be perfect. It does have like a limited palette, so to say. But I would like to use it more, and I think I think there will be some opportunities like I think I'm gonna make Ego's family mansion I'm just gonna say so maybe maybe you guys might have a few dinners there and just have I your little that. minis and just no combat just to fuck around in the manor and at a dinner table so something we family might get combat. to
3: I love you guys but I think I need to dip if that's okay
0: Yeah, no, it's totally cool yeah. feel better
3: thanks guys, have a good night it was you really too. fun you as usual
0: yeah no worries um but yeah i i don't know if anybody else wants to sort of cover any things but uh
5: so, I'll, so we just need to do hero forge it, we just need to create our um our minis on hero forge i started yeah. to but yeah has like anyone whenever, else done it
0: i think few people have gone more into it i think the last time we talked about it people got like really into the weeds and getting yeah, we were kind it, of but, doing
1: it while we were talking about it yeah
0: yeah Okay. So that was that was a long night.
1: <laughs> I liked how you did mine, John. I thought like it was pretty spot on, honestly. Like I well, gave didn't you... you.
0: Didn't you basically do a touch up off that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I yeah, think you... I'm
1: set on Zabalba, actually. So I think.
0: Well, like whenever um I'll probably just do like a call and be like, send me your codes now, and I'll start importing them. So. Right. But, yeah, I don't know when I'll have. Because like I'm I'm not gonna have anything ready like there's there's not gonna be like a hero forge or tailspire for like whatever encounter happens with Ryan's character or anything so it's not gonna happen oh, course, a little bit yeah, but yeah. but I think for some things like it might be it might I think it'll work really well for a dungeon right
1: yeah for sure I think it'll
0: be I think it'll be very that. cool to actually have like a dungeon that you guys can actually move your camera around and stuff and I think it's got fog of war effects too right so.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to just play on a different platform. I think it'll be interesting.
6: Yeah, I'm not I'm gonna mention this, but it's good that we didn't play tonight because roll twenty is like ridiculously slow. <laughs> and or know. it's my or it's just my our internet right now. I don't know, but
1: mine's been fine this whole time. I don't really mine, I, don't I, know. I use it
6: on both my computers and it's been complete crap. I think I don't yeah, think really I've
0: been cool. having too many issues. But yeah, I don't know. Also, a cool thing about tailspire board. is you can do rolling in tailspire too. So,
6: yeah, that'd be cool. And yeah, that was then, a yeah, good breath weapon. It, I think it would allow a little bit more tabletop uh, feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which
0: would be nice. Oh. I mean, it's, it's going to be a learning experience, right? We're going to see what works and what doesn't work. So,
1: oh yeah. Well, um, Ryan and I have a big hike planned for tomorrow, so I think I'm gonna of head off. But okay. right. enjoy. Thanks. But this was a great little session 106 yeah, I, and a half. Um, it was yeah, great to I am chat.
0: Very hyped to, to get back into it next to
1: week. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm really excited.
7: Cool. The bread rises in two sessions. <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> two sessions. All right. That is, that is number one. Love you
1: all. Have a great evening.
7: night,
0: everybody. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right.
6: I guess I'll get off so to then. Yeah. Oh, at this point. Okay.
0: If you guys don't
4: need anything for me, I, I guess we'll end the stream because we're still streaming. Yeah. So.
6: Oh right. Forgot about that. <laughs>
4: uh join us Wednesday for yeah. Vasen. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say.
6: I, I will I won't be there. You won't. <laughs> I won't Sorry. be there.
5: Hopefully. All no. right. All right. I should everybody.
2: Be there. Yeah. <laughs>